You know, I was um, uh, when I'm when I'm looking at the the podcast uh, audio file, and we're mm-hmm. at the front part. I always wondered why, even when we nail it, there's like a few seconds of silence, and I just the realized countdown. it's the countdown. Just realized, <laughs> I was like, but, but we were right there. We we nailed it. <laughs> Am I that far off? Am I that bad at this? But nope, I'm just just not perceptive. Hello, chat. How's it going? Hey everyone, welcome in. A uh, few people are talking about how they haven't seen the beginning of the show before, and Aww. yeah, we're terrifying. <laughs> you lucky ducks, it's so good. Just spend enough time here and you'll become terrifying too. <laughs> Yay! Who we got in? We got uh, Nuka Boy, what's going on? Nuka Boy, very active member of the Discord. Frontline Troggy now, jumping right in there. I need Love to get to more it. into the Discord. Um I'm not gonna I like group chats frighten me on the best of days and Discord mm-hmm. is like a group chat on steroids, so <laughs> you know, I I'm I'll be timid, but I'll be there. <laughs> the bigger the group chat, the safer I feel. There's more what? there's more to hide behind, you know? Oh god, no. Because I everyone's doing it and you just go, ah, this is fine. I'll throw something in, they won't even <laughs> notice it. Uh, it's all good. There's one there's one for my basketball team that it's just it's always moving. People are so angry. And every now and then I just throw you something in. Do mention that you're in a lot of group chats. And that, I mean, firstly, it stresses me. But <laughs> I just, I'm not in any, really. John's in, John's in a lot. I'm in a couple. I'm not in many with okay. comedians. I'm only right. in, like, a couple with comedians. Um, mm. Most of the ones I'm in are, are comedian adjacent. Uh, so right. I don't really, yeah. No, ones with comedians are fucking stressful. Um, okay. But just people? Grand old time. I'm not saying that I want to be in them. I'm just saying it hasn't happened. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm getting into quite a few of them for my teaching course. And that's a whole thing. That is a whole thing. I bet. Uh, Has anyone hooked up yet? Not that I'm aware of. Um, Oh, the group chat will out. There has been questionable messages. (laughs) Like what? What have you seen so far? Oh, I don't think I should say. You don't have to name anyone. You can just say. I mean, Did you have I a Jeffrey won't... Tubin dude. Just got his dick out. Just full well, started jacking it so, during the okay. break. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, do you don't do you not know the Jeffrey Tubin thing? No. Jeffrey Tubin, formerly a very respected writer uh, and journalist uh, for the New Yorker, was doing like a thing with everyone at the New Yorker. They all went for a coffee break. Uh, I don't know if he forgot his camera was on. Or didn't, but during the break, just started pounding one out. Yeah, full, uh, full hammer and sickle, and uh, yeah, and that was that was a wrap. That's goodbye, Jeffrey Tubin. He was like, he was such a big deal at the New Yorker. He was such a big deal, and then he got his shroomy little dick out, and that was a that was a wrap. That was the end of that. Oh God. Um, Okay, so there's 
there's one particular group chat that I'm in, but I do not engage with, and I have it on mute okay. because it's the know, UTS one. I understand. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people in it, and they're all horrendous. I'm in another group chat <laughs> for with a handful of them because we we've been put together as a group for work for a project mm -hmm. and uh you know they're they're quite manageable in the smaller group but in the bigger group it just it's all this chat just descends into chaos yeah and i kind of scroll through it sometimes mostly to see if i'm missing anything like Important. sometimes they mention something about an assignment that i don't know about or something yeah. you know um so i kind of keep an eye on it but uh like they talk about how fucking hungover they are all the time okay or they talk about the fact that they're trying to get stuff done because they're going out tonight or they talk about the fact that they're not getting stuff done because they're going out tonight all this sort of thing they're, they're, so they're like, all 20s they're all early 20s they're people all early 20s yeah and it's really shit but like there's one, there was one message where they were talking about being stressed around the course or something and one of them just goes right i'm getting a bag and I, I had to go back over it a couple of times and I'm like, do you mean of gear? Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> you're going to be a teacher. <laughs> wow. And it was just so like out of left field. And I was just like, that's brave to say that in a group chat of teachers, you know, I kind of, like, I kind of applaud it, but it's still just like, yeah. oh, <laughs> but I guess you're all like young teachers. So it's like, you're the cool ones that I mean that whoever that one was is the one that's going to be done for fucking a student one day. Um, the weird thing is that this one kind of is like really has, seems to have a really good work ethic. <laughs> it's because they're on so much gear. Yeah, they're so. <laughs> yeah, they're so focused. Wow, they have so many great ideas. Where are these coming from? It's wild. Yeah, it's mm. so. I know, but I, I was just like, wow. I mean, it's one thing to say it in a group chat of maybe, you know, you've made some friends on the course or something, but to say it in a group chat, which is the whole English course. Mm -hmm. It's pretty, mm. uh, you feel very free. You feel, you <laughs> yeah. seem like a free spirit. Congratulations. Free spirit, indeed. Congratulations on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in one uh, group chat with my childhood friends and there's 12 of us. Um, and I've known some of them since I was six, uh, but most of us sort of got together in high school and they hang out every day, every day, not all That's of them together, insane. but at least a couple of them are always hanging out, sectioning off friends every now and then we all get together. It's awesome, man. They were like, I was so jealous. They had a big uh, barbecue on the beach the other day that they organized within 24 hours. They were just like, what are you guys doing tomorrow afternoon? Nothing. Oh, we're going to this so beach, nice. bring your food, bring your beer. We're going to sit down, watch some good out. It's fucking awesome. So good. I love those guys. Um, but because there's so many of us and they're so tight, like I've lived away uh -huh. for 12 years and of my adult life, I've, I've lived away for all but three years of my adult life. Okay. So like, I love these guys. I'm friends with them. I see them every year at Christmas. I am not part of that interaction, the day to day mm -hmm. constant thing. Cause it's every now and then I log in and it's like, there are 400 messages in here, guys. Yeah. Some of you have kids. How? <laughs> How have you done this? And they go like, they go, they'll tell me, they'll be like, Chris, are you in? And I'm like, for what? I'm not scrolling through this bullshit. No. <laughs> There's no way I'm reading this nonsense. <laughs> when you tag me, you be specific. You let me know what the fuck you're talking about. 
because I'm not agreeing to go to Mexico with you guys. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. That's so great. I was in one kind of friend group chat with, uh, there was a group of, I want to say like six of us that were close enough in school. Oh, hold and, I, I just uh, want to address Noka Boy here real quick. 400 isn't a lot for teenagers. Every guy in this group is in his late 30s. There's no excuse. It's, <laughs> it's a too lot. many messages. It's too I'm many so messages. I'm sorry, you were saying? No, that's okay. I agree with everything you just said. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I was, I actually set up this group um, because we were all around in, I think it was like the last summer before a lot of us were kind of heading off to various oh, things. A romantic um, time. It wasn't, it wasn't the first year after we left school, but it was one of the two after that, I think. Hmm. Um, and we all happened to be kind of still around or had come back or something. Anyway, we were all around trying to keep in touch and hang out. And I ended up leaving the group chat, even though I set it up. <laughs> oh, wow. Was it poisonous or was yeah. it just a lot? Um, it was just, it was, it was, it was poisonous. Okay. It was, yeah, yeah it wasn't great. Um, and now, like, I, I basically, I got kind of edged out of our friend group in a weird way. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, did you tweet about them? Did you do I this again? I didn't tweet about did them. You? I didn't tweet about them. But did you I write an article in the out. Times? My poisonous friends. They are toxic. <laughs> These are their first and last names and their places of business. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. No, I mean, it's fine. It Like, it happens with illness. I know that's kind of yeah. shitty, but you, yeah. you do. You just kind of find that people either want to be in your life or they really really don't um yeah. uh so you know i think that's most of it but yeah i keep i keep in touch with one of them um and then i was the only person <laughs> out of the friend group from school that didn't get invited to one of the girls weddings oh uh, wow yeah and it was Damn. really it was one of those things where i didn't expect to be invited because mm. I, i've not been in touch with this girl like really it didn't bother me mm. that i wasn't invited but it was one of those things where it was weirder some of the people that she did invite yeah over me yeah <laughs> you know it was like a couple of people where i was like you didn't even like that person but i get that it looks good for you to have them at your wedding <laughs> oh yeah some people do have status guests that's yeah. uh yeah that's a real thing uh yeah. especially at comedian weddings i remember people being like when we got married um um because we got married during the fringe yeah and people were like oh so you know who have you got who we got coming i was like my friends <laughs> <laughs> Only 30 people are coming. That's it. We're doing a very small thing. It was like, just my my friends. I'm not going to release a press release. A PR person was begging me to release a press release. What? They wanted it so bad. And I was like, fuck you. And a, a friend of mine was like, do my podcast on your wedding day. I was like, go I'm fuck sorry, yourself. What? Go fuck yourself. No. Do my <laughs> podcast on your wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. Get she was in like, the fucking seat. she was like, that would be Can such I an interesting episode. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I need uh, to know who that is. <laughs> it's kind of fun because I, I sort of I have like a reason. Well, no, not not really anymore. There was for a little while I had a reason to really dislike her, but that's sort of been taken away. Um, okay. But I actually like I get along with her, but it's always nice uh -huh. when someone does something like that to be like, and I know this about you and fuck you. Yeah, uh, <clears> that's a really <throat> shitty thing to do. Yeah. Which she didn't push it. She she was just she just got amped about it and she was thinking about her show. Even, even as but an I was idea, like, that's no. shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, Goliath baby, what's going on? 
That's so weird. It was so fucking strange. My my favorite um, thing about group chats is I hear about because I'm um, I'm a I'm a straight white guy. There are certain chats that I'm not welcome in, which I totally understand. Uh -huh. It's yep. not for us. But I love. I have a bunch of friends that are in all those groups. Who tell uh, you? And they report back yeah. um, without me asking. I'm never like, nice. Ooh, what's going on in these? They're just like, you will not fucking believe. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I and the about the amount of fighting that happens in these supportive groups is my favorite goddamn thing in the world. It's like <laughs> I I'm not in any of those particular ones. I'm in a group chat uh, from Ireland, but it's not really for like it's kind of more official than that. Um it's not really a bitch session or anything. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I just have like, anytime there's been something I, I needed to like, basically there's been two times where somebody was just like, they just called me directly and were, and were like, this is what you need to know. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a lot of backstory here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I wasn't ever put into any of those kind of group chats. Um, oh Yeah. Well, you can oh. you can you can get into at least one of them that I know. You've got an open <laughs> invitation to one of them that I know of. I can't invite you, but I know that you're welcome. Um, oh, I just uh, for anyone wondering, Glad Baby's asking where John is. He misses that constipated, passive aggressive look. Uh, not far off, actually. Um, yeah, I, I that that registered with me, and I went, "That's accurate." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think of John as passive aggressive, though. But he kind of no, has no, that no. face. No, no, no. But the description fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird. John it's a strange is not passive aggressive at all. He's no. really, really not at all. But the, he looks yeah. like he should be. Looks like he should yeah, be. Yeah, he does. Um, John's still in the woods. John's at La Lune Fest right now. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, if you're in, if you're in the Discord, um, some very fun pictures have been posted. Uh, so check those out. I'm not going to put them up on the stream because they're for the Discord. Yeah. If you want to join the Discord, you can. Uh, the link. I'll put the link in the chat real quick. Um, it's a fun place to be. Come hang out. Um, it is very pictures, fun. Like I don't know. I it's so strange how attached I've become to you guys. But I was looking Aww. at those pictures as if I was looking at pictures of my child on a school tour. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, oh, look at his little face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one by the fire where he's given the, the gun. The it's fire. like it's you're gonna have so such cute. a nice time, buddy. Oh. Do you think so? Um, you've never done mushrooms. You're not really a drug no. person. Um, I have taken mushrooms a great deal, um, and I love them. I love them. Okay. I love them. Um, and every time I come back from them, um, and that's not to say John's doing mushrooms. This is all just you know allegedly. hypothetical speech. Uh, allegedly, um, let's say allegedly, John did a bunch of mushrooms this weekend. Um, when I come out of it for about a week and a half, I'm a different person. Okay. As in, like I love everyone. I am open it's to gonna anything. Come back really emotional. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Is like how how strong is John's anger and and annoyance, ability to be annoyed? How deep in his core is it, and can uh -huh. it be shaken loose by psilocybin? Because he might just come back just so chill, like no tirades, Should no. We come and up another with some thing to establish. I think is. I think uh, if, I think it's better if we don't address it directly. I think if uh -huh. we just sort of just hit a couple buttons for him. Just what are some topics that make him go? Oh, geez, Sweden! He fucking hates Sweden. We'll bring up Sweden and Sweden. see if he goes. He, I don't know. He went there like once, and I guess had a, <laughs> a time. 
You know what I think it is? Is he had a lovely time. Went on stage. There was like one bad person in the crowd, and then he went on a rant that got a bunch of laughs. And he's like, "Well, that's my opinion on Sweden now. That's how. That's how I feel." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be something that happens for a lot of comedians. They yeah, just that's it's just establish a, very a thing full to do, yeah. country's likability based on one gig and one interaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. I feel comfortable saying that this is the whole country at all times. I do that. I call yeah. I call all of Holland cheap because one waiter was a dick. <laughs> that was have I told you that story? I did a show Boom no, Chicago. Please which tell is me in, that story. You it's did in Boom Amsterdam. Chicago. I did Boom Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I got to headline on the main stage. It was amazing. It was so fun. My friend Richie used to run that. Oh no way! This I was think? three. I'm pretty sure three or four years ago. I'm sure he was still there then. That's entirely possible. I don't remember. I don't remember the names of anyone that I met. I remember I bonded with one of the. He's techs. a small little Irish guy. No, okay. maybe <laughs> the guy that I'm I remember him. was a big guy, but he's one of the people great. that I've messaged to come on the stream at some point. So hell yeah, get to meet him. <laughs> yeah, man, get him in. Um, but yeah, so I went and I did it and. Um, they like we were supposed to be in the small room and the improv group was supposed to be in the main room, but uh-huh. we sold way more tickets than they did. So they got fucking bumped up to the other <laughs> room and we got the main room. But because they weren't expecting us to need a tech, there was no tech on board. Okay. So I was headlining. So I teched the whole show until right before I went on and then just ran down the stairs and <laughs> set everything up for my set. And um and so because of that, I didn't have time to get a drink before I went on stage. Um, mm-hmm. And I was doing like, I think, 45. And um, and so while I was on stage, I saw a waiter. I was like, do you mind? I couldn't get to the bar before I said, can I can I order a beer from you, please? He was like, yeah, no problem. I was like, round of applause for your wait staff. Aren't they fantastic? Um, comes up, puts it on the stage. I was like, thank you so much. And he goes, uh, cash your card. And I was like, are you, are you kidding That's me right now? so funny. Are you fucking kidding me right now? cash or card while i'm on stage while i'm That's... in the middle of my show maybe is there to any fair, chance he thought it was hilarious being funny? uh maybe but he did charge me so if he oh, thought he if he thought it was funny he, yeah, he made me pay i was like i don't know card i guess and he was like cool and he just pulls out the machine i paid for my beer on That's... stage i mean it is funny though it's so funny I and i tipped him because really i'm fucking funny. canadian <laughs> so <laughs> You just ruined my set, but here's your tip. <laughs> I had a great so time. I, I did 10 minutes on it. It was fun, but it was fucking like, I've never seen anything. Now, whenever I go back to Holland, I'm always like, you cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> God damn That's really funny. <laughs> I've only I'm... gigged in Ireland and in Scotland. I haven't even done a gig down in England yet. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I know. Absolutely I was ridiculous. booked to go to Iceland last year. Yeah. Um, I was doing the Reykjavik Fringe. I was very excited about that. I was getting to do two shows in the Secret Cellar. And I was really looking forward to that because uh, it was going to be in a different country. But also, I kept hearing that apparently Iceland has pretty dark humor. And so I really mm-hmm. felt like I was going to do well there. I just sort of had this feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, even though I'd never been to the country before, I just thought this might be my people. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, so I was really looking forward to that, but obviously it did not happen. Um, but I'm dead shame. keen. I am dead keen to go 
to America now. I really want to go and gig in places in America. New York, Chicago, LA. Yeah, me too. I'll meet you out there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be down in New York a lot come the new year. So that's uh, exciting. Yeah. I'm gonna be down there as much as I possibly can because I just I that's all I wanna that's all I want. I just wanna be a New York comic. I wanna Yeah. I wanna be running around and doing five shows a night, jumping into taxis, just being like, Oh hi, person I've been a fan of for fifteen years. Gotta go. Got another show. <laughs> That's the dream, baby. <laughs> I want it so bad. I want it so bad. Oh, that is cool. Oh, this is nice. Torgreed says, um, I've got a you don't have to tip training course for Canadians. Payment in advance, gratuity included. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's great, Boomstickery. Yes. Yes. What movie? What movie is this a reference to? For the people on the podcast, by the way, hello, oh. podcast listeners. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch Stream Podcast. I'm Chris Betts. I'm here with Ashley Manning. Hope you're enjoying yourself. So, uh, for the people listening, Boomstickery said, that "Ever, is ever a since I was young, fellas, it is yes. Ever since yes. I was young, I knew I wanted to be a New York comic. Did yes, you Google it. Oh my God, Ashley! Did anyone say uh, it in the chat? I'm you just know double what? checking. You can never give me oh, any shit good. ever again because I got that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you so much shit forever at all times. <laughs> but I got that one. You did get that one, and I'm very impressed. John's gonna be very upset and very excited about it. That's in fact. Can someone please clip that and just send it straight to John? Just, just send it straight to him. I hope he he's gonna want to know. Looks at it while he's kind of allegedly. New name of the podcast: uh, Ashley knows films. That's we're changing the show. <gasps> Ashley knows films. Oh, we need to change the background, by the way, because over your head it says starting soon. I just realized that the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, I've changed my Twitch handle that's over your Very head. Very funny. So. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll yeah. just use a we'll just use a brick wall for this one. That'll be fine. Yeah. Um yeah, I want to be a New York comic so, so bad. I'm so happy I got that. I'm very <laughs> shocked. I love that film, though. <laughs> I actually love that film. That film, it's such a good film. It's incredible. It's I an incredible I think about it every time I chop garlic. <laughs> yes, right? Every single yeah. time. Every, every single time. Every single time. I'm like, why am I not as good as that felon in prison? Yeah, why can't blade? I make it so thin? And I always like think I so thin. I have a thin proper it knife. Like it dissolves in the sauce. I think he says yeah. something like that, and it's like, oh, I want that. Oh, I want that so fucking bad. It turns bad. to liquid. I, I think he says something like it liquefies. Um, yeah, so I can't remember the. I'm gonna have to rewatch. Oh. Darn, now I have to rewatch Goodfellas. What a shame. I don't want to watch that now too. Oh god, it's so good. <laughs> um, I was really old when I got around to watching it, and I was immediately struck by like, why have I not been watching this for years? This is yeah. such like this is so up my street. Um. And you know what it is? It's not trying to be the film that it is. Does that make sense? Please elaborate. Like, so many gangster films are trying to be Goodfellas or The Godfather. To be fair, the Goodfellas could not be another gangster film because it came... Basically, The Godfather it, was the only great one before first. it. So it was... Yeah. yeah. So it was... That's hard. But it wasn't even... You know, it wasn't even trying to be what it ended up being. I don't. Uh, as in, it wasn't posing. It just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just was just was good. 
And well, also it's sort of, it's a weird one because I, I, I've got a lot of friends that went to film school and they were saying that every person that goes through film school starts with, I want to make good fellas. Oh, sometimes switches. What's that? Can we have a segment have where a segment. we vaguely explain films and Ashley guesses them? Like a man's son is stolen from him and he hunts him down with the help of a mentally challenged friend. That would be Finding Nemo. No, it's Point Break. Ashley, come on. You know this. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's Finding Nemo. <laughs> Finding Nemo, most owned DVD. In the world? Yeah. That's DVD. Still, that's surprising, though. Even in terms of like kids' movies, was there a global yeah. DVD sale on Finding Nemo that no one told me about? I think it was just that that film was that film was very big when it came out. Like, oh, was, really, I was a little, really I was a little too old to know. It was quite really, how big. really big, but it also, I think, it just hit that sweet spot between, um, you know like dvds being the cool new thing mm. and also just not quite being able to get there it wasn't very easy to find films online to watch well also i think um that was still when disney wasn't releasing anything because for a long time yeah. disney would not release any of their films for to be watched at home like yeah. you were able to get vhs's in like the 80s and maybe early you know, 90s like a, and then they were gone there was like a disney vault money-making scheme wasn't mm. there where you would buy a, like the disney films anytime they were available and then you'd keep them and you could sell them when they stopped releasing yeah. them yeah it was like the mcrib um, guess how many times i've googled how to make money quickly <laughs> how many times have you fallen on beanie babies how many <laughs> did you grow up with that I was i've peak come age across beanie the beanie babies. babies a few times um i had beanie babies as a kid but nothing that was worth anything um i have one thing that i'm sitting on that might pay off and that okay. is a very early edition of a harry potter book oh yeah um, you're saying that so you have second it's not edition? First edition but it's second print run hmm. yeah and it's uh copyrighted to joanne rowling which was a mistake oh so um the last time i checked in on it it was worth over 400 pounds nice but i'm just i just have it in like a uh box away from sunlight and dust <laughs> yeah yeah um it's in pretty good condition so nice have i have i have i shown you mine no wouldn't it, wouldn't it be crazy if i pulled a jeffrey tubin right now um can, can i mean i was apprehensive <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it, it he had this tonality didn't he <laughs> the turf right wing will probably pay top dollar for that now yeah i am like I'm trying to ascertain whether or not JK's turfdom is increasing or decreasing the value of the book. <laughs> I bet increasing because people are throwing away the books. So the supply is yeah. going way down. Um, um, and, and it makes it easier for me to sell that and move on. <laughs> yeah, right. Rather Get than it being something of... really valuable. Yeah. I also, I have a really nice illustrated version of the first book as well. Um, I like <laughs> Harry Potter. I know JK's gone down the shitter, but you yeah, know what? It's grown beyond fun. her now. Death of the author and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what are you So mine me? is this guy Pete Rose. Is that a baseball? It's a baseball. <gasps> and what it is, is this guy Pete Rose. He was uh, one of the best players of all time. Um, okay. Should be in the Hall of Fame. 
but isn't allowed to be because they found out he was betting on his own games. And so he was kicked <laughs> out of the league, never allowed to be, should absolutely be Fuck. like with a bullet Hall of Famer. He's He was incredible. Um, never copped to it. He was betting on his own games. He was betting on his own games. He said he always bet on himself, but can't bet on your own games, bud. Um, and so uh, he never admitted it. Never admitted that he did it. He always said he was set up. Uh, but there was a run of balls, 303 to be precise, that he signed for some friends as a joke that say, I'm sorry, I bet on baseball. And it's his only confession. Oh, my God. So I have that. Um, I don't think, you know, it, it used to be worth a lot more. And then what happened was he got very mad that his friends sold them. And uh, uh, and so he just signed a bunch of other balls. Uh, just to try to like flood the market, mm -hmm. lower the price kind of thing. Um, but I mean, this is part of the original run. It's a pretty cool thing. So, I mean, That's even if I don't make money cool. off it, it's really fucking cool. Uh, yeah, that is really cool. But also it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's a nice little collector's item. We'll see. It's a but, fun way for somebody to ruin their career as well. Like, you know, so many people end up being pedophiles or... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So something really, really horrendous to society. Whereas he's just being a bit cheeky, isn't he? Yeah, and there's a there's a big debate right now because I don't know if you what you definitely didn't uh, watch baseball in the late '90s, early 2000s. It was steroid palooza. It was uh, people were breaking every record all the time. Let me, you know what? I'll pull up. Let me pull up a couple pictures of some of these guys: uh, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds are the three guys. Mm -hmm. And they were just crushing home runs, absolutely destroying them. Is it this one? Is that big enough? Will we be able to see that? No. Um, and and it was called like people were so fucking mad about it. They had a um, a Senate hearing about baseball players taking steroids. That's how angry everyone was about it. Um, and so, Crazy. but all these guys are going to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They're all going to get in the Hall of Fame, even though they full cheated. Full just cheated. He didn't cheat. He just put some money on a game, you know? But it was the thing of, um, if you're cheating to win, fair enough. But cheating to lose, get the fuck out of here. It's not overtly stated, but that's the impression that I get. Whereas, like, if you throw, if you lose on purpose, you're a real piece of shit. Winner's going to win, though. You know? What are you going to do? You got to, you know? <laughs> that How do you... Sec second place is first loser, you know? Okay. <laughs> what are, are you? These? You are trying to bring something up. Okay, I wasn't. I'm trying to sure. find. Oh, here's <laughs> here's a fucking great one. Um, okay. So this is Barry Bonds, who is, and I feel you know I actually feel the worst for Barry Bonds. Um, out of all these guys. Okay. So, so, like on the left, that's him pre steroids. To be fair, that will have been like college, probably right. rookie year. And I was then say he's very post steroids. Young, he's very young, but he's, I don't think you can quite see how jacked and massive he is in that second picture. Right. His whole body changed. And I feel bad for him because so Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, one of the best years of baseball, they were both chasing the uh, home run record and it was exciting. It was very fun. They were going back okay. to back. They both smashed the shit out of it. Um, and he was just very good. He was just a great, if no one was taking steroids, he would have been one of the best players. And even with him taking it, he was great. Mm -hmm. But then he was like, I mean, 
if everyone's doing this and oh. I'm not, then I'm a chump. If they don't oh. care and everyone's winning this way, then I have to do it too. And so he just started doing it. It's like, that sucks, man. That That's really sucks for him. Because yeah. he was so fucking good. He was so good. Oh. That's really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do feel bad for him. I kind of I get that. <laughs> um wait, American wait. sports is so much more fun. Or or not necessarily American, but mm. you know, that side of the ocean. It's a lot more fun than In what the sports way? over here. <laughs> I don't know the sports over here. I'm just like, oh, you're all assholes. Whereas, you know, in any time, any so I mean, obviously, my only experience of American sports is very television based. I mean, mm. that's kind of my only experience of most sports. To be fair, to be fair, that's um, everyone's. You never get close to yeah. these guys. It's always at a distance. Yeah. But like, I don't know. When I was a kid, I always thought baseball games looked really fun. Mm. Um, oh, they are know, not. They, <laughs> <laughs> I I absolutely I love them. They, and even I they have be like, an atmosphere. This is boring. This is, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Um, like all of the, the, <laughs> the stadium. What's that song? The I don't remember what it's called, but there's like that iconic song that's associated with a baseball stadium. Oh. Um I I immediately thought of the hockey one, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Um because there's a hockey one that goes, Hello, goes, there, we're on the air. It's, it's hockey night tonight. Take, Take me out to the ball game. game. Thank you, Kimmers. I and Blaze it. I don't no, know why I, I could only hear the hockey. I don't think that's it either. Oh, that's the baseball song. That's okay. Then what am I getting mixed up with? I have no idea. Is it Ooh. Gary Glitter? No. Is it da na na na? Hey, da na na na. Is it that? <laughs> no, it's not that. What's the song? Oh, it's, you know, um... you know what I bet it is. You know what I bet it is. Hold on, I'll find it. I, don't, I can't think of it. I remember it playing in one of the Rugrats movies. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. I've got it here. I've got it here. There's a... The, yeah, it's like on an organ or something. Uh. Let's take me out to the baseball. No, no. Here we go. Okay. Well, Mr. Burns had done it. The power plant had won it. <laughs> Is this going to get us taken down off YouTube again? Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's in Hank Azaria. Yeah, he did uh, voices. He did a bunch of voices on uh, Simpsons. On the ballroom top, ah, we're talking softball. Back to San Diego. Softball. Mattingly and Conseco. King Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw. This is not at Steve all what Sachs I'm is running <laughs> with the law. This is definitely the song you meant. Talking Homer. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. Ozzy and the Straw. Yeah, it was that song, right? This is this is the only baseball song. It's just that one. Oh, Daryl. The one Eddie Izzard has a bit on. I can't believe it's not Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I don't know what it's called. Is it Ty even? It's probably. I'm probably have the wrong bloody. I bet it's. Sport. I bet it's like. Are you ready for some football? Like a, a song with a whole other sport in the fucking words, <laughs> in uh, the lyrics. Uh, 
God damn it, cut those sideburns. Uh, Tiger, I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the next four days at least. I'm just going to be walking around talking softball. I can't even find anything on YouTube that it could be. Is it? Um... Oh, God, it can't be. I can't be... remember how it goes, but it is like an organ, organ kind of sound. All right, we're going to look up baseball songs. Pete, you know, <laughs> this is this is part of what I love about ha- releasing this. it, if it takes as a the podcast whole show, now. We will get this. <laughs> it's so funny that this is a podcast now as well, because like at least in the chat, we can see them yelling the answer at us. But somewhere yeah. someone is listening to this being like, you dumb fucks. <laughs> it's clearly this. <laughs> and to those people, I would like to say, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I apologize oh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I'll uh, be back in two seconds. I forgot to plug in my computer again because I was charging my phone. in this link. Oh, oh, I'm here by myself now. That's fine. Um, I don't know what this song is. It's definitely played on an organ. I can only remember it in the context of it being in the Rugrats at some point, <laughs> which is the stupidest way to remember some sort of sports anthem. But it was basically, it was like, it was a... Uh, I'm going Yo, what is it? What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Chris Ashley, it's the first song in, in this link, guys. In this guy's link. I feel like you're all a bunch of liars. It's not Take Me Out to the Ball Game. All Star oh. by Smash Mouth. It's not that either. <laughs> <laughs> is it Charge? Is that what it's called? Lots of people are shouting Charge in the chat. Um. Okay, we got, uh, is, it, is it Center Field by John Fogarty? don't know how that goes is it the greatest by kenny rogers no idea okay put these songs on in your headphones because if we if we broadcast them over the thing we will lose our youtube channel (laughs) so unfortunately we can't listen to it is it point oh my god i've got it i've got it what is it what's it called i think it's charge it's charge okay we can't play it for obvious reasons is it sweet caroline tour grade says sweet caroline Charge that one? Yeah. Shut up. You think that's a song? (laughs) (laughs) You think that's a whole song? Is it not? It's literally just charge. That's all it is. That's the whole fucking song. It just gets faster. Yeah, the the thing where it goes, okay, I'm sorry. Oh my god. My name is Ruin Everything in a Diamond is an organ song. They all they play every song on the organ. I've heard um Pharrell songs on organs of baseball diamonds. It's charged. I can't believe it's that's so stupid. I <laughs> can't believe it took us this long to get to it. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, if anyone wants just... to hear charge, I'm sure you can find it on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the support, cameras. <laughs> anyway that's just what i associate with american uh energy in sports well at least i mean we know our raid message now so that's good um that's so funny i mean they do like they it's pageantry over there where it's not at all in the uk in the uk it's very much like we're here to sports time and we'll sing our little songs and fight each other, but there's no, we won't have any pageantry. All right. No fun. Yeah. Whereas in everything in North America is fucking cheerleaders and pyrotechnics and it's halftime the, shows where people juggle dogs and 
it is it's all of that cheerleaders all of that kind of kiss cams on the, that yeah, yeah it's, it's really great. fun it's really fun it's yeah, really like really fun it would have been really cool i think to go to a school where there was so much kind of school spirit and support and oh no you like would have that. been bullied so hard by those people you would have had an awful time i was bullied anyway oh, fair enough <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? I had an awful time. Yeah. And I was in this rural country school. Yeah. Uh, which was essentially, well, my first secondary school was run by the nuns, pretty much. So, mm. you know, I can, I I can still, see how you'd I, want to add I feel some like some cheerleaders might have been a bit. They would have just jazzed it up a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> but enough. I like how you're so concrete that I would have been bullied by those. Oh people. yeah, definitely, one hundred percent, definitely. They're oh. awful. I went to school with them. I played sports I'm, with a lot of them. I was good at sports. I, I know them. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> I am obsessed with American high schools. Like, I, the, I that's my binge watching kind of bullshit TV thing that I like to watch is anything set in American high schools. I just love it. Like, They're very fun. Riverdale is just oh, yeah. such a a jam for me like i just love it so much i love um, that my 12 year old nephew was like it's gotten a bit silly <laughs> and you're like i has love this lost the plot <laughs> like it's so messy but i just i'm so invested now i'm so invested that's wild um, i mean me. it was the plot was questionable from day one you know mm. it was it's never been a good show but i just really lose myself in it i think it's which great. you sort of need to respect when they go listen we all know this isn't good yeah but, but it's cult it's, it's a cult watchable show at this as stage. hell it's, it's watchable so watchable yeah it's so so watchable um but i love all that I... mean mean girls clueless yeah. All that shit is Breakfast Club totally stands up. Sweet, yeah, Breakfast Club holds uh, 16, up. 16 Candles does not. Does not hold up. No, super upset. I haven't even seen um, it, but I know it doesn't hold up. <laughs> holy shit. My favorite. You know I mean, there's, movie? A, there's a bunch Do of crazy you know things, but the gong, when, whenever the Asian guy talks, <laughs> is wild. Oh, Such a crazy so choice. Such a crazy choice. His name is Long Duck Dong. And every time oh. anyone says his name, <laughs> gong. And there's no gong on the screen, it's just in post. It's just, it's just oh, a choice that they made. It's fucking um, wild. I and I loved the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I thought that was amazing, and they haven't renewed oh, it. Really? That makes me so upset. I thought it was great. Oh, um, okay. I just thought it was so. It was beautifully designed. Like the set design, the filming design of it was gorgeous. Oh, okay. I just thought All it was right. so so nice. Um, even if you know the plot itself was, it dipped. You know, it had better kind of goes and then it, it kind of went up and down a bit um yeah. but i just thought the design like the aesthetic of it i loved the aesthetic cool. um so i just was really enjoying watching that and kieran and shipka is really really fun i really like her a lot i just um, I, I tried to watch some of it because it looked like it was kind of a cool show and yeah. i don't know if it's because of mad men or what but i just think she's bad I, I just think she's Mad not. Men, so I just think she's not I, good. Yeah, I you know I didn't think she was amazing or anything. I just kind of enjoyed the cultiness of the whole thing. I really liked mm. it. Um, but the one that I really enjoyed recently was Never Have I Ever, Mindy Kaling's one that she wrote. Okay. Um, it's so nice. It's just really fun. Characters are amazing. 
um just really really liked that actually um mm. really it, and it has some really sad sad stuff going on in it um but very funny as well like okay you know what we're gonna do top five oh. high school movies okay each we're gonna do that each. we're gonna do that right now we're gonna take turns though we're gonna go back and forth so you don't have to okay. name all five okay i'll start uh-huh 10 things i hate about you Ooh. okay excellent, excellent. so watchable so watchable yeah. very fun julia styles crushes it Young I... heath ledger my goodness yeah it's it's very good um i really dislike the joseph gordon levitt storyline in that but that's um, the Shakespeare storyline. I know it's, it's the storyline. It's taming the shrew, so you can't get yes. rid of it. That's the. I know you can't. I know you can't get rid of it. Yeah. But I think they they played it off in a creepy way. <laughs> it's a creepy story. I know it's a creepy story. <laughs> I do know it's a that. Super but, creepy story. Oh, there's just that line where he did his best. says to Joseph Gordon-Levitt something like, "You deserve to." I, I forget exactly what he says, but. It's just like no women don't owe you anything just because you have a crush on them. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And <laughs> isn't that terrible. an important lesson for us all to learn? <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. That's not mm. what he says to him in the oh, film. In the film, okay. he's like, yeah. "No, you go after it because you deserve her." Ah, uh, yeah, that's it's, very American, not, though. I know, but it has not aged well. No, no, of course not. <laughs> but it's so fun. Sometimes. But sometimes that's the thing is like the main plot might not be so bad if you but if you look at one of the background plots, it's mm. such a bad film. The worst one for me is Crazy Stupid Love. If you look at that film and you just pay attention to the teenage boys storyline, yeah. Holy shit, it is bad. There's I'm... literally a scene where he's like, and just uh, he's trying to convince his dad not to give up on winning over his mom, and he's just like, uh, you really you gotta keep you gotta keep um uh I don't know, keep chasing her or whatever. Uh, just like I'm not gonna stop sending Jessica messages that make her feel uncomfortable. That's his line. Is that the Steve Carell one? That's the Steve Carell one with Ryan. That's Gosling. a fun movie, and that that whole thing is super weird with that kid. It's it's so super weird. So bad. Yeah, and then he finally wins her over by still just yeah. like going for it, but yeah, he can't. No, um, but we're talking good <laughs> ones. Your turn. You're up. Okay. I hmm high school movies. I fucking loved high school musical. <laughs> I this is gonna come as a shock to you. Did not see high school musical. <laughs> you were probably too old for it when it came out. I was too yes. old for it when it came out, but I Everyone really enjoyed was it. Too old for it when it came out. There's no <laughs> there's no need for that. I feel the same way about Glee. Stop this. Um I thought it was really fun. Stephen crushing it. Stephen absolutely knew you were going to say High School Musical. It's really, it's one of those things that it just, it's so nostalgic when you go back to it. And it was, no, nobody thought it was a great movie at the time, but it just, it had something. You know, it was a little bit of magic. Was it like <laughs> charm or? Uh... I think it was, it was so cringy. So earnest? Yeah. This is Zach Efron? Oh my god. Okay, here's I've got the um it's, it is I've got the, cast the birth here. of Zach Efron and everybody was in love with Zach. I also really liked was his name Corey was the basketball player guy. I thought he was great. Um uh Corbin, and... maybe Corbin Blue. 
Yes, Corbin, not Corey. Yeah. Corbin. You know, you know uh, how bad these movies are. I looked at it. He was the only black guy, and you said basketball guy, and I was like, that'll be him. That's how. Oh, yeah. That's how casting in these movies works. The basketball oh, guy. Yeah. I mean, I remember reading. A, I think only in the past few months, I remember reading about. Um, there's one black guy and one black girl in the film, and mm -hmm. obviously they're a couple. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, oh, it's so yeah. bad. It's not aged well. Um, but basically, to be they fair. Give they, Vanessa they Hudgens give... is racially indiscriminate. Yes. You cannot tell what that woman is. And she definitely ends up, up for the with, film. Oh, did they really? I guess, uh, but next they, to, next I mean, to Ashley Tisdale. Up, yeah. I mean, Ashley Tisdale's the whitest person that's ever lived. That's um, um, but the I I remember reading that the black actress in it, she um they they wouldn't get a hairdresser that knew how to do hair for a black woman. Classic. And so they literally gave the character hair bands, like just to cover her hair because they didn't know how to style it for her. Jesus and I just Christ. like, oh, that's so bad. Yeah. Apparently that's super like, common in like all movies and TV. It's brand new that they're starting Halle to bring Mary in black barbers. Had short hair. Forever, that makes sense. Was yeah. Because she was just like, no film knows how to do my hair. They and yeah. they never would hire black hairdressers. Yeah. And you're just like, God, it's so shit. Um, but the songs, <laughs> <laughs> the songs in it were just so funky and fun. Um. Oh, Kimmer's had an opposite experience. Kimmer says, I used to be a beauty therapist and we did princess parties on weekends in the salon for little girls. I listen to that fucking album on repeat and it makes me want to pull out my eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fair. That is fair. I so wish that we wouldn't lose our goddamn YouTube channel because I just want to play that one of the songs off it now. Just, just yeah. the mischief in me is like, with this song? Um... um. Yeah, that's that is fair. A lot of Zach Efron hate going on. Okay. Um, Your second high school movie. Okay. Uh so I said ten things I hate about you. Mm -hmm. Next is you know what? Clueless. Okay. Another classic adaptation. It's Emma, right? Clueless, very fun, a little weird that she ends up with her stepbrother. Uh foreshadowing of porn to come. Seen this. What? Yeah, it's I know. So it's one of those good. ones I really should have seen, but I haven't. Paul Rudd plays the love interest, her yeah. brother, basically, but not by blood. It's a royal Tenenbaum situation, uh, but not adopted, married into the family. And uh, Paul Rudd looks exactly the same. Exactly the same. Oh, it's Paul Rudd hasn't aged in like terrifying. 30 years. Yeah, He's super funny in it. Um, I mean, he's super funny the, in everything. The jokes in it are great. He's funny in fucking Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like he's so good. His character in Romeo and Juliet is so underrated. Like he does it so well. He does it so, so well. Good. When he's dancing with her and he's just being like goofy Paul Rudd, and it's like yeah. the script didn't call for this. The script did no. not call for this. And I love it. It's perfect. <laughs> you're meant to be the one that we hate because you're not Romeo, but yeah. we love you. Such a nice guy. <laughs> it's you a shame that didn't work it. out. Yeah. He's so lovely. <laughs> Um, okay, that's a good shout. I really need to watch that. You have really, to watch Clue. Really Clueless is one of those, like, it's, you would love it. It's, um, I mean, she, you know, shares, shares progression from, you know, totally materialistic, uh, unaware of the world around her to uh -huh. working on it is it doesn't go <laughs> maybe as far as a lot of people would like, but she grows, you know, she's yeah. so charming. 
she's very wonderful. He's basically, I was thinking the Subum sticker. He's basically his character in Parks and Rec <laughs> in uh, Romeo and Juliet. Um, but uh, it's very, it's very fun. And the, the only problem with it watching it now, like the only one. Um, oh, I found this out. Donald Faison, who's from Scrubs, he's one of the guys in it. He has big braces in it, like, and they make a point okay. of showing his braces. That's just because he was Donald new. To... Faison. Um, he's Turk in Scrubs. Turk, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking it was Turk, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So he just had super fucked up teeth. That series is great, Stephen. Sorry to interrupt. That what's that called again? Living with living with my... myself. Living with yourself or myself? Yeah. Excellent. I thought it was such a good kind of it it was a really really nice weird play on mental health okay i thought it was a really good depiction of what it's like to live with mental health issues all right i haven't, I haven't watched it but i love uh i love ashlyn because i remember from the circuit She's so and she was it. so nice yeah she was always like so funny like it's like when she yeah. hit the london scene so funny but just super cool and very fun yeah. and very chill She's lovely and would like come so up and lovely. like to anyone and just be like, I really like that joke. That's a, that's a great joke. And then sort of go out and it's like, you didn't need to do that. We all know you're going to be famous. Yeah. This is awesome. So she's so nice. Yeah, um, I got nothing she, but she's her. excellent in that series as well. She's very, very good. I love that Ashling B and, um, oh, who's she doing that series with again? What's her name? Um, Sharon Horgan. Sharon Horgan. I was going to say yeah. Susan Horgan. And I was like, no, that's not right. Oh. Sharon Horgan. I love that they are hitting they're getting really great roles mm. and what they're not doing is changing their accents. Yeah. And because that's such a big thing for a lot of Irish actors that make it outside of Ireland are learning how to do British or American accents. Yeah. Um, and a lot so of British to ones. actually just see Irish accents without it being an Irish character. Yeah, he's not got a flat cap on and saying top of the morning yeah. to you. It's not a period piece like, and he's in the bottom of a boat. Yeah, they just don't yeah. mention it because the mm. amount of Irish people that live in London and America, it's like, yeah, you, you don't need to make a point of why there's an Irish person there. No, <laughs> like... no. they're they're around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have um, such a so huge just... crush on Sharon Horgan. Oh, I mean, she's amazing. Jesus Christ. I get that. Ugh, I get that so a lot. Hot. So hot. <laughs> yeah. My fucking God, she's so hot. Do you know what she's really fun in? Um, did you see that movie Game Night? Yes. Such a, like, you expect that movie to be so shit, and it's actually really fun. <laughs> Is that the one that ends in a kidnapping? Or, like, starts in a kidnapping? Uh, starts in a kidnapping. Yeah, it's, that's right. Um, yeah, that movie Rachel was supposed McAdams to be, I thought it was going to be terrible. What's his face? Rachel McAdams and and the other guy is he the same guy that's in Ted Lasso? Um, yeah, his name. Jeremy Renner. No, Jason something. Same night, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. No, no it is I not. I always it's get him um, mixed up with the Ted Lasso guy, and I it's Arrested Development guy, people. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. They are yeah. both called Jason. That's why I get them mixed up. Also, uh, they're just sort of like supporting actor white guy. Yeah. They're both leads now, I guess, but to me, they're both yeah. like supporting actor white guy. Like neither yeah. of them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's um, got to be an ensemble cast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Never mind. Paul Rudd, Sharon Horgan is ageless. Yeah, she's. I mean, she's yeah. phenomenal. She's so so good. Um, Ashling B's series with her as well. I know I just mentioned it briefly, but it's worth coming back to reiterate that that is amazing. What's Did it you called? Watch that 
This Way Up? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so, so good. Mm. Really, really worth watching that. I think there's a series two on its way if it's not out already. Could be out already. Um, And Chris O'Dowd, I didn't see the Starling, but I did like that he was Irish in Bridesmaids even. Oh, that's new. Yeah, that's that's coming out with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, cool. Um, It looks very beautiful and very sad. Oh, I think I've seen the ad for that. Yes, they lose a baby or something. Yeah, and he loses yeah. his mind. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that looks sad. I like Chris O'Dowd a lot. I like him a lot, so, a lot. Um, so likable. But oh, he's, like, yeah. he's like, I also for, love for... his wife. His wife. Oh, who's his wife? Oh. His wife is Dawn O'Porter, and what I love about her is that her name was Dawn Porter, and when she got married, she just took the O. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I love it so much. But she's an excellent author. If anybody's looking for a good book to read, The Cows is excellent. Okay. It's like she writes fiction, but she write like that particular book anyway is like reading. It's it you would swear she's a stand-up to read it. It's oh, so shit. funny. Okay. It's really, really funny. And it's really it's really creative with how funny it is. Like nice. Nice. <laughs> you don't you don't expect what happens in it to happen. And it yeah, it's really, really good. Uh so the cows, if anybody wants a good book recommendation, that is what I recommend. It's brilliant. Um, okay. Next high school movie. Next I said Clueless. Movie. You're up. You said Clueless. Um, I am going to say Juno. Nice. Good yeah. one. Ooh, that's yeah. strong. Damn. Yeah, I think I won the game. <laughs> There's more to go. There's more to go. I know. We have three that's more That's a real each. good one. But yes, it's a good movie. Shit, I forgot about Juno. That soundtrack is incredible. Like that. Oh, best soundtrack. I think I must have Dude. listened to that soundtrack on repeat when it came out like, oh yeah for sure such a beautiful soundtrack and um, like it introduced me to so many new bands like i'd never heard of kimya dawson before okay uh, and then i'm just sitting there going yeah that's a fun high school movie yeah absolutely like what an incredible fucking movie um i feel and, like, like Ted, i think it I aged like pretty mean well girls was mean girls is just implied Nobody needs to mention Mean Girls. <laughs> we might. We'll see. We'll see if we run out of anything. But, yeah. Um, Juno is great. Yeah, Juno's so good. Have you watched it recently? I haven't watched it since it came Not out. I watched it years. once. Absolutely adored it and haven't gone back. And I keep meaning to. I've seen it a few times, but not for a few years. Okay. Um, I feel like I've watched it since I moved to Scotland. Maybe I didn't. I'm not 100% sure, but maybe within the past five years. Mm. Um, lovely yeah, movie. I assume it totally stands up. And I love that like J.K. Simmons is in it and Bill Hader's in it. And yeah, it has a huge cast. Huge, incredible cast. Like Jennifer, everyone in it's so funny. Jennifer Garner is in it. She's the mother. And is she, oh shit, I forgot about that. Well, she's the mother that's going to adopt the baby. And oh, yeah. J- that, that that Jason Bateman guy, he's he's the father. I I just remembered the um that scene. It made me laugh because I'd never seen anything quite like it in movies before. Where she's watching the track team run, 
and it's just their junk yeah. just moving around. <laughs> yeah, I always remember that scene as well. It's That's very, very, very funny. funny. That's so I think funny. It was, I remember loving that movie because Juno's character was such a kind of weird girl and mm. she had these kind of I think it was one of the earlier films that I would have seen where women were kind of allowed to be weird and sort of teenage sexual, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like giggling over the boys' balls jiggling about. Like Yeah. It you didn't you didn't really get that a lot for mm. girls, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean the only the only other one I can think of that's that fun. Um and I would I would pair it with another high school movie at my number three slot because they're, they're basically uh -huh. mirror images of each other. Um, it's book smart, which I don't know if you saw that. <gasps> I was going to say this one. Book smart is so I good. And I'm going to, I'm going to pair movie. it with super bad because it's just the same movie, different, super bad as well. Different genders. Love um, super bad. Book smart is so, so Booksmart good. Is excellent. And it's so creative and it goes in places that so I didn't good. guess at all because it should it could have easily gone with so many tropes and every time yeah. it saw a trope, I had the same thing with the Book of Mormon where every okay. time they came up to face like where they could have gone with a normal trope they were like, mm -hmm. ah, fuck you. And they just veer yeah. off and they take it somewhere else. It's like, oh, I love that instinct. That's yeah. never gave in to cliche, which is really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Booksmart's great, super bad, very, very funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, Super Bad was just an iconic film when it came out. Like it really yeah. launched, I feel like it really launched a whole new subgenre of films. Well, it sort of reopened a thing that like Porky's had done in the 80s. Okay. Where it was like hypersexual kids, but it wasn't quite as like weirdly aggressive as those comedies were. So like yeah. Porky's is famous for the like cutting the holes in the the late the wall to the women's room and sort of peeping through as they're right, remember in the eighties right. you always had a scene where women were getting changed. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was sort of like it was that, but more early two thousands introspective and sort of self questioning and faking confidence as opposed to everyone acting like they're fucking Jim Belushi, but yeah. lives in the same world of like horny boys doing what they can to get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it opened the door for a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. American pie, um, aged terribly, I think it's aged terribly, but I think it's still, it's, it's watchable in a nostalgic sense. Yeah. And I don't know that it aged terribly in a sense of like, it's very like, like, Oh, you can't say that anymore. So much as like the jokes just aren't very good. We just demanded less. Oh Yeah. Of films. We at just the time. didn't have the high <laughs> expectations. Yeah. I would agree with that. Movie. Like it's not. It's not um it's not as creepy as you kind of think it might be. Yeah, except for that one thing where they accidentally live broadcasts Shannon and Elizabeth uh, masturbating. That was Yeah. That wasn't not ideal. Great. But other than that, no. You know. Um so that you you've picked two films for your number 3. Well, cuz they're the same film. The, the you know it's just mirror images of each other. They're different. All right, films, I'll, but I'll okay. just say book smart. I'll just say book smart if you want. If you want super bad, but. it's okay. You can have two. That's fine. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing. That's fine. Um, I think. 
How many more do I have? I have three more. Uh, you have three more. I have two more. Okay. I think. See, Tech gets it. <laughs> One school-ish movie that I quite... I'm trying to think of, like, because, you know, we started talking about kind of Clueless and uh, you said 10 Things I Hate About You, so they're kind of older ones. But when you said Booksmart as well, I was like, oh, there's probably newer ones as well. Mm. And I think one that I'm going to go with is Ladybird. Yeah, Ladybird's incredible. Ladybird was so so good. Yeah. Laurie Metcalf. I've only watched it. I've only watched it the once. Um, but I really really enjoyed it. It was just it was so angsty. Mm. I really related to the anger. <laughs> no. <laughs> that feels passive aggressive, Christopher. <laughs> no. Just playful. There's no aggression here. <laughs> Feigned surprise. Um, <laughs> it's a fucking great movie. It's a fucking it's great so movie. It's so fun. I just think and... the relationship with her and her mother, it's so tense and it's so Yeah, angry. <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely. The, and on both on both sides, like Laurie Metcalf's character sides. is so angry yeah. and justifiably. And Saoirse Ronan is so angry, sometimes justifiably and sometimes because she's a teenager. Yeah. And that's nice, too, because that's realistic, because that is who you yeah. are. I, the number of things I look back on when I was a teenager and I'm like, shouldn't have been shouldn't have been mad about that at all. That was oh, <laughs> turns yeah. out that was perfectly fine. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Um. The bit at the end, though, where she's kind of just left, and she's sit. Is she is she in New York? I think, and she kind of I forget where does she ends up. I only I think saw the ones in New York. Yeah, maybe um, she seems yeah, like a I New York saw girl. The once so. as well. Yeah, I only saw it the once as well, so I'm just trying to remember it. But I just remember the bit where she's like sat outside on some steps or something, mm. and it's just that really profound moment of she's left home, and it's really scary. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, I you finally got what you horror wanted. movies. People are talking about Scream. <laughs> oh yeah, Scream. If I was if I was to pick a if I was to pick a horror movie, I would go with. Uh, I know what you did last summer. That for me, that's the that's the high school horror movie because it's so camp and so silly, and yeah, still has some nice like. Whoa. There's still some moments where you go, fuck, fuck. God damn it. I haven't seen uh, that many horror movies, to be honest. It's I've not seen really barely thing. any. I don't like horror movies, but I used to like girls that liked horror movies when I was in high school. And so uh, yeah, the whole group would show up and you would watch a horror you. movie. Yeah. 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 I love <laughs> women who love horror movies. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. And I never watch them with them. They're like, you want to watch them? No. Sidafa Dora's horror movies. Is it a very specific movies, thing where, like, if them. you. Is it a very specific thing where, like, if a girl says she likes horror movies, you're like, "Oh, hello," no. and if so, why? It's always it, it's just a it's just an ancillary thing that's always there. It's just okay. a guarantee. It's it like burgers happens. always okay. come with a pickle on it. It's just a guarantee. It's just gonna be there. If I'm into <laughs> a woman, she loves horror movies. That's gas. 
Um, yeah, I don't know why. Not pick Harry po- I would not classify Harry Potter's as high school movies. Chris, Chris and his scary boners. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ladybird. Ladybird, okay. nice one, nice one. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Dazed and Confused. I have not seen that. I think you'd hate it, but it is uh, more accurate of like what it really was to go to high school in America, in North America, okay. than any of the like high drama ones. The high drama ones are what uh, teenagers feel like they're going through. Dazed and Confused is what they are going through. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's in it, and he's got he's got that um, that great line, the classic. That's what I love about these high school girls. I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Oh, no. That's terrible. Yeah, you're right. I would absolutely hate that. There's a young Ben Affleck in it. Oh, my God. I can't believe I haven't said this movie. Sorry. You finished talking about Dazed and Confused, and then I I know what my next movie is. (laughs) It's, I mean, I think you should. There are parts of it that are fucking great. And it might be one like, of those films that I kind of get a kick out of watching because of how much I hate it. I think you will, and it's very nostalgic. And you'll also love some of the characters, and you'll hate other ones. Okay. Because um, it's sort of right. it's a it's a movie about power dynamics within a small town high school, basically. But it's like a light comedy. But it's like jocks and nerds, <laughs> and then people that get high who sort of ride the wave in between them, and it's just very fun okay. and pointless. And who made it? Is it a? It's not a fucking Linklater movie, is it? Uh, I, I gotta look it up. It is Linklater. It is Linklater. Yeah. So it's like it's well yeah. told. It's well shot. There's one actor that I, I can't fucking stand, and I want to punch him in the face every time he's on screen. I to this day I would punch this child. He's a child in the movie, and he's so bad. I want to. Who? Chat. You've watched it. The kid with the long hair. The one who's one of the main characters in the movie. Right in the kisser. This kid is terrible. I hate him. I hope he never acted again. Uh, is it Wiley Wiggins? Uh, <laughs> ben Affleck is also pretty bad in it. Um, but he plays a bully pretty effectively. That's who because does, he's a real life bully. So. Who does get some comeuppance. Um, it, but it, everybody's really shipping Ben Affleck and J-Lo at the moment. And I'm just like, no, he's a bad person. <laughs> that sounds probable. I don't know much about the guy, but if I had to, if I had to guess, yeah, I'd put my money his, on that. His brother is like a proper aggressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an Oscar! Yeah, just but it, I think it was just before Me Too, and Ugh. so everybody just went ah. It's just yeah, there's something about the two of them. That I'm just like, oh, you're really benefiting from the world. I watched a film with Ben Affleck. Like, so many films with Ben Affleck in them are just so tone deaf. And I feel like that's all down to him. That um, sounds right. I watched a film with him not too long ago called The Accountant, where he's pretending to be an autistic person. And I'm just like, oh, this is <laughs> terrible. That's, that was, I, who the fuck was I talking about? The it's Accountant terrible. with recently. And that is one of the wildest pieces of casting. It's... But the whole 
storyline is horrendous. Oh, I never watched it. I just I just knew that it was about this genius accountant and fucking Ben Affleck plays him. It's, like, guys, it's so guys. weird. <laughs> um, so weird. Oh, sometimes Twitch is easy a great movie. E- easy a absolutely excellent. Great movie, but excellent. the film that I am putting in before I run out of my top five. This is mm-hmm. definitely not my top five, actually. This is just the top five films I've thought of on the spot right now. Um, well, I mean, they've been great. <laughs> they've been real good. So This is honestly one of my favorite films of all time is Cry Baby. I didn't see that. Excellent film. It's such it's a cult baby. classic. It's a musical. It is 17-year-old Johnny Depp. Oh, and yes. It is sexy. Okay. It's so sexy. Ricky Lake and Johnny Depp. Hell of a time. Iggy Pops in it. Tracy Lords, famous it's underage porn star, Tracy Lords. So good. If you have not seen Cry Baby, you need oh, to Oh, it's a John Waters away. movie. All right. It's a John Waters movie. All right. Fair enough. It's John Waters. That's a tiger. You know me so well. It's it's, yeah, excellent. it's John Waters. Actually, Chris. on Fair that, enough. Hairspray. Hairspray as well. Excellent yeah. movie. What are you, but a white guy? What are you changing the rules for? Get out of here. You get one. <laughs> I'm not putting it into my top five. I'm just mentioning that it's also a good movie. I, was, I don't uh, care at all. This is nothing. Crybaby <laughs> uh, uh, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Even if you're not a musical person, it's it's not kind of cheesy in the same way that most musicals are. It's very much a cult classic kind of thing. Mm. Um... Oh, a Cinderella story is one of those annoying movies that you're like, this is in three, like on paper, this is a terrible movie for some reason. It's excellent. Which one? <laughs> um, but which I one is that? If, has anyone seen uh, it's Chad Michael Murray and Hilary Duff? <laughs> nope. Oh god, it's it was so fun and it was so silly. But there was a clip recently shared around social media of Chad Michael Murray. Uh, I think it might have been a TikTok thing where he played like there was a bit of the film played, which is when she's at the dance and he doesn't recognize her because she has a mask on. And then it cuts to modern day Chad Michael Murray being like, if a guy doesn't recognize you with a mask that covers barely any of your face, (laughs) (laughs) he's not the one for you. something like that and it's just so funny the way he's just like what what was this film that i was in nice (laughs) nice but like he's so young in it as well that you're just like he was uh, like that would have been such a big part for him i'm sure you know um as a young actor and everything but it's just so funny um (laughs) but yeah crybaby excellent excellent movie um okay back to you final Damn, movie it's really good so i'm torn now because it's the last one and for some reason i feel pressure about that which is insane uh <laughs> so I mean, part of me wants to do... And do just keep thinking of high school movies that's true but we said five uh, and um i think that uh because i feel like a yes, sports movie should be in here about at least another five in that time you know what i'm going with and this is outrageous and it is not the best one, but uh-huh. I'm putting it in uh, because a sports movie has to be in here because you can't have 
you can't have classic high school films without a sports film. Varsity Blues. Can you though? No, you can't do that. it. You can't do it. I, Varsity Blues, Hosiers, I'm on... Rudy. I oh, think I'm on a freezing. tiny bit of a delay. Yeah, okay. I'm freezing. Do you want to come I'm back? I'm on a delay. I'm going to leave and I'm going to come back. All right. I'm going to talk about Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, James Vanderbeek in gigantic jeans. Um, uh, John Voigt playing the asshole that he always, that he really is inside. Billy Bob. Come on, man. Billy Bob, fucking Mike, uh, Scott Kahn, a young Scott Kahn stealing a cop car. That's you can't have American high school films and not include sports because sports are, if not at the heart, n right next to the heart. They're the lungs of the American high school experience. So you absolutely can't do it without it. Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams. Great shout. Air Bud, of course. Hey, you back? Yeah. Uh, high school sport and high school horror are integral to the high school genre. I think so. It's because yeah. you can't have, especially in North America, you can't separate high school and sports. They are, yeah, they are it, man. They're right there. Um, and it tells this great story about very small town Texas football. Mm -hmm. And um, what is this? Um, varsity Blues. This is Varsity Blues. Yeah, John yeah. Voigt plays like a domineering monster coach. And James Vanderbeek okay. is the lead. And uh, he plays like a smart guy who is the backup, but then the mate, but then the star gets injured. And, okay. uh, and so he has to step up and play. Um, they, they find their teacher in a strip club and they don't like shame her for it. They're all like amped for her. Uh, she dances cool. to, she dances to hot for teacher. I think you would. Uh, it's, uh, it's fucking great. Varsity Blues is awesome. I'm going to watch Varsity Blues tonight. That's how much I like Varsity Blues. I'm definitely <laughs> going to watch it tonight. I've seen it probably 20 times because we own the VHS of it. And yeah, fucking love it. That's All fun. right. What's your last one? Um, I kind of want to like come up with a new one that we haven't talked about, but I think it would be a miss to not say Mean Girls. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing about Breakfast Club. Like I should have said Breakfast Club. I also wanted to say Breakfast Club and Mean Girls until I thought of Crybaby. Yeah. Um, Breakfast Club is just, it's great. But yeah, I'm going to close out my selection with Mean Girls. It's just, I think it did so much for understanding teenage girls. Mm. It really did a thing there. It really achieved something yeah yeah absolutely uh, uh richard here coming in hard with a bunch of ones that absolutely should be on this list mm -hmm. i can't Paris believe i forgot Bueller. about virgin suicides Fuck. virgin suicides was i was in love with every girl in that film that's where i'm at i, was <laughs> <laughs> I have never he, seen virgin suicides virgin suicides i don't know how it's aged but at the time my Mm -hmm. absolute goodness uh, it's a young Kristen the fuck is her name Dunst um, yes thank you Kristen Dunst oh okay. Ghost World shit yeah Donnie Darko is absolutely a high school film um, uh -huh. 
say anything I haven't seen. Carrie, Dead Poet Society, Rushmore is fantastic. Napoleon Dynamite Dead Poet to totally holds up. Was so dull. Uh, haven't I watched just, it in years. I couldn't get it. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Sentima's High School Football Rules. Come on. Amazing. Grease, it. Bring It On is awesome. Bring Fast It On. Bring High. It On was excellent. That was the cheerleading one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where the white yeah. girls are stealing dance routines from the black girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent movie. Yeah. Oh my God, fame. You're going to live forever? It. Yeah. I love it. So many. So much. So I many was... good ones. One of the few school productions I was in was Fame. And I was done up in all of my 80s oh, funky dancing gear. Yeah. I don't know of any photos of it. I don't know of any, but I'm sure they exist. What um, was the name of the school you went to? As well. <laughs> I don't, I, there won't be any online because it's that long ago. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't actually a school show. Actually, now that I think about it, that was a parish hall kids thing that happened. We did Jungle Book, where I was an elephant. Okay. And the fun little baby one did, that gets lost. The charming little baby I one. Wasn't I? Wasn't the baby? One. They kind of. They just did like everybody oh, gets election. to be animals. Like it was. There was a few kind of main characters and then the rest of it was just make you, you know, because they weren't, there wasn't a big budget for costumes or anything. It was just like, what can you make yourself look like at mm -hmm. home? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I ended, I was an elephant. <laughs> and, like Lisa dressed as uh, Florida. Yeah. yeah. And then we did, we did Toy Story as well, where it was just, everybody was uh, dressed as cowboys and okay, just a bunch of cowboys. <laughs> I looked so <gasps> fucking cute. Okay, I had this little waist, like denim waist jacket thing, and it had all these embroidered flowers on it. I yeah. looked very cute. Um, Cruel Intentions. When I go home at Christmas, I should Shit. find. I haven't seen Cruel Intentions. Is that a high school movie? Yeah. Oh, wait. That might okay. be a college movie, but it might be a prep school private one. I can't remember because there's a whole campus. Okay. Hmm. Um,. Yeah, I should but sorry, you were, some old photos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We want to see all these photos. <laughs> all these photos. It's high school. Thank you, Kirsten. I haven't seen it in ages. All I remember is uh, Selma Blair is very hot. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is very hot. Sarah Michelle Gellar does bumps of cocaine off of a cross that she has around her neck. She's got it hidden in there and she unscrews it. She's a good girl. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is very hot. Uh, that's all I remember. from. I watched it when I was, I think, 13. Uh, so okay. those are my memories is hot girls and cocaine. Who was, did you say Selma Blair is in that as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like Selma Blair a lot. Yeah. She's great. She's, she's very, very cool. good. She I has, liked her in uh, Legally Blonde. No, that's right. She's excellent yeah, in Le Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde yeah. is one of my favorite films. Um, but I was going to, when I mentioned, I don't want to just be like, she has MS because that's not the defining characteristic of her life. But uh, she's been doing some really amazing kind of glamour kind of outfits with these cool canes and everything and I'm just like yes you look nice. incredible oh cool <laughs> yeah really yeah. really cool canes um, and getting them like just looking amazing while coming onto the red carpet with uh, this debilitating yeah. illness fuck yeah um, but she just looks really cool. 
I like her oh. a lot. But Legally Blonde, one of my favorite movies of all time. Legally Blonde is incredible, but a college movie, so inadmissible. Yes, I know. Um, yeah. oh, I was more speaking to the chat. I know you. I know you know. It's okay. one of your favorite movies of all time. <laughs> um, Cruel Intentions. Who kissed? I can't remember. Two two girls kissed. I remember that. I can't remember which two girls. I feel like it was Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, and Selma Blair. Uh, it was. I no, I have not seen it, but I know about the kiss. <laughs> okay. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So many good ones. I actually I brought up a list of uh, fifty best um, high school Ooh, movies. Just that's a good shout. Anything. So you got. Um, well, actually, you know what? I can share it. Can I? Um, you can. So. So it starts Breakfast Club, right? Hard to disagree. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. The def it's the definitive high school movie. It is. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Still never seen it. I haven't seen that. I know um, I know Spicoli because it's a young Sean Penn. Um, and Phoebe okay. Cates gets out of a pool and takes off the top of a red bikini, which is one of the most iconic topless scenes in cinema. Um, <laughs> what else? What else we got? Days and Confused number three. <laughs> Love that movie. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean. Still never seen it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen no. it. My, I feel like I should. It's the classic. Clueless, yeah. fantastic, easy A, higher than I would Great have guessed, movie. but still very good. Very good yeah. movie. I wouldn't have put it that high, but it's a good movie. Heathers with uh, uh, the chat mentioned Heathers. It's a Winona Ryder, Christian Slater, Shannon Doherty, who I know mostly from. Oh, and that's another Mall Rats. Mall Rats is a great high school movie. Have you ever seen that? Okay. The Kevin no. Smith movie? No. So fun. Very good. Can't believe I forgot about Mall Rats. Um, American <laughs> Graffiti, which is um, George Lucas's first movie, I think. Okay. Uh, Boys in the Hood. It. Very different vibe, Boys in the Hood. Amazing film, though. Young Cuba mm -hmm. Gooding Jr. and Ice Cube. Definitely check it out. Okay. Uh, Election. Great. Matthew is Broderick's great in it. Matthew Broderick, famous uh, hit and runner, Matthew Broderick. Oh, we don't have the animation because John's not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the girl in that, though? Is that Reese Witherspoon? Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's great. She's she almost so plays good. like a proto Belle from uh, uh, Legally Blonde in us. Do you know what? I've actually seen that. Just purely because you said it was Reese Witherspoon, I'm like, I've seen that mm -hmm. movie. It's great. I have seen that movie, but not in a long time. Mallrats is so good. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Ferris Another Bueller, absolute classic. Essential high school film. Yeah, 100%. Absolute classic. Uh, mean Girls, mm -hmm. phenomenal. Poor Lindsay Lohan. She deserved yeah. so much better. The world I... did her such an injustice. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Really uh, just shot all over her. Yeah, it really feels like something uh, that not so much her choices as choices that were sort of made for her or the ones that she was offered, she got to choose from and they weren't good, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember reading an interview from Rachel McAdams, who plays Regina George, and she just said that nobody expected that film to blow up in the way that it did. Mm. And she like fully had to go underground because of how wild the like media attention went. Like she wow. did not handle it very well. Um, and she just had to like go and hide away by herself for a while because of how 
crazy it went. Jesus. Yeah. That's so sad, like, man. Yeah, it just sounds like it was really terrifying experience to be in that movie. <laughs> it's so sad. You make something great, and then everyone becomes like a monster, and they just want to tear you apart because they want a piece of this yeah. great thing that you made. People yeah. are the worst. People suck. Uh, have you heard of this movie, High School? came out in 2010. Never heard of it. A high school valedictorian who gets baked with the local stoner finds himself the subject of a drug test. Adrian Brody's That's in it. not a fun <laughs> plot for a movie. It has not sold me even slightly. I don't really feel like I need to see it. No, me neither. <laughs> uh, Carrie. Yep. If you want to talk I've high school seen, horrors. I've only seen the newer version. Oh no, that's one of the Which, that's one of the ones that I have watched is the original Carrie, and it's pretty fucking mm, great. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the newer one is. Have you seen the newer one? No, no, no. I like. I don't know. I just feel like it's probably not as good. Um, it's what's her name? God, her name's gone right. Your mom? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you forgot your mom's name. No. Oh, fair enough. All right. She was the young kid in Kick-Ass, that film. Oh. Chloe Grace Moretz, that's Yes. Name. She's very good. She played her. Yeah. I, I know her mostly because I didn't watch Kick-Ass. I, I know her from 30 Rock, where she plays okay. Alec Baldwin's nemesis. <laughs> uh. I can see that for her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I don't know 30 Rock, but being Alec Baldwin's nemesis makes sense for her. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty great. They're both they're both in line to be CEO of the company because it's owned by her grandpa. And so okay. he will just give it to her or Alec Baldwin will earn it from running the company very well. <laughs> and so he's got to destroy a teenage girl because he's in second That's place. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh something called Lucas with Corey Haim, Carrie Green, Charlie Sheen, Courtney Thorne Smith. Never heard of it? Nope, never heard of it. Nope. An inept 14-year-old experiences heartbreak for the first time when his two best friends, Cappy, an older brother figure, and Maggie, the new girl with whom he is in love, fall for each other. Classic story. Oh, what a cuck. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Corey Hayden's fucking cuck. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Unlucky 14-year-old. Um... <laughs> Uh, then we got, so we got a bunch that I don't know here. So we got Peggy Sue got married with yeah, Kathleen Turner, just... Nicolas Cage. Wow. Um, Rock and Roll High School. I've never heard of. Uh, the last picture the show, last picture show I've heard of, but I don't know anything about it. It's a Peter Bogdanovich film with Sybil Shepard and Jeff Bridges. So it's good. It's got to be good. But I don't know anything. I've never heard of it. No. Um, Dead Poet Society, which I think as we discussed is sort of boring. Grease, I Want to Hate. And I it's can't so do it. Good, it's so good. It's just, it's just sort of iconic, really. It's just, it's really terrible. Funny. It is again, really, really not aging great. But no, there's just something fun about it. Yeah, and it's just it's the like music. I think it is the music at the end of the day. I think it's the music and the 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 set pieces behind it. Like, yeah. uh, beauty school dropout is such a wild dreamscape. Yeah. And uh -huh. the way that they end them, why do they end the movie like that? Why do they drive into the sky? Why, it's so weird. They... It's so weird. But yeah, that. it's one of those ones that you just can't help but kind of like. Yeah. And I think I think it's it is it is aesthetically it it 
mm-hmm. words. It is the aesthetic that wins it over, I think. Like, even yeah, just absolutely. down to that, just this, I think the whole film kind of rests on Olivia Newton-John, I think. Mm. Yeah, she's the talent. Yeah. She's... And even though she's way too old for the part. I mean, they most are. of the actors are. They're all 40. One, are. The, she's you know the... a good 10 years older than John Travolta. You know that, like, Spanish woman who's, like, the incredible dancer who's very angry with Rizzo? The one in the green dress? She's, like, 40. She's easily 40, (laughs) and the guy that they're fighting over is 49. Rizzo Rizzo is fucking old. Rizzo is easily in his 30s. They're so old. And it was, like, what I love is that it's all nostalgic 50s, so it was at the start of that sort of nostalgia for the nuclear era kind of thing. Yeah. And so they went, like, all in, but as a result, everything's sort of beautiful and crisp and colorful in a way Mm -hmm. that there's no way that it was at the time. No. (laughs) So, like, it's that that romanticized picture of an era can be very Mm -hmm. beautiful. And I do, I I agree with you. I think that they absolutely nailed that. Yeah. But it's, other than that, it's just fun. A lot of it. A lot of it as well comes down to her walking in in that pantsuit. But what does she say? Something stud? Um, tell me about it, stud. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's it's just... it's It transcends even <laughs> being objectifying to women. It's just like that scene... It's so good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just brilliant. Tell me about it, stud. (laughs) Fucking love it. Love it. It's so good. Uh, I also, there was a, there was a bar that I used to drink at a lot um, Mm -hmm. that my friend worked. We, my friend worked at a bar and then we would go to the after hours bar when he finished his shift. And the last song of the night at this club was the Grease Megamix. Yeah. Were you, were you aware of when the Grease Megamix became like the biggest song in the world for a little while? Yes. Yeah. It was in every underage disco. Oh my God. People would lose their fucking minds. Lose their fucking their minds. Gone. Absolutely bananas. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link to it in the Discord today because yeah. if you're too young to remember that, it's wild that this you was as popular be as it was. So really if you're too young to remember that. <laughs> Ah, you do what you like. Yeah. We don't give a shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I didn't mean that in any way, shape, or form. Um, but it's just <laughs> yeah. American Pie. American um, Pie. It's so. There's so much going on in American Pie. It is hard to narrow down. Like, it's hard to say that you hate it or love it because. Yeah. I really enjoyed some parts of it and I really, really hated others. Yeah. Yeah. I think I thought uh, the uh, storyline with uh who's the really tall one? Oh, the one who's in love with uh, uh Mina Suva- Suvari. Oh, I don't remember, but the really tall guy that loves the choir girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That storyline pissed me off so much. I never enjoyed it. It's so boring. Chris Klein, thank you. Chris Klein, thank you. Chris yes. Klein, one of the I least charismatic people ever to be on camera. Right? It's yeah. so, but also she's so dull as well. The whole yeah. thing is so boring. Yeah. Um, uh, the Tara Reid storyline, the guy that's <laughs> chasing after Tara Reid is so pathetic. Yeah. 
so all pathetic. the guys are cucks. It's a all it's a one hundred percent cuck cast except for Stifler. Stifler except cucks. for Stifler. Stifler, Stifler should not be the hero of that movie, and he is a hundred and ten percent is a hero, right? And even well, Paul, uh, what's his name? Fink Finkler. Oh, Finch. the one who who does uh, Finch, yeah, who does uh, Stifler's mom. Yeah, he's not yeah. bad either. I did enjoy their storyline. Mm. And then I don't mind Jason Biggs and um Al uh what's her name? Allison. Allison. All I can think is Bree. She's Willow and Buffy. Yes. Um, I've forgotten her name, but Allison. That's so funny, Richard. Eugene Levy is the hero of this movie. Absolutely. Eugene Levy is <laughs> also Hannigan. a hero. Allison Hannigan, yes. Thank you very um, much, Allison Hannigan. I don't mind them either, but yeah, so like 50% of the cast is dog shit. Mm. And then 50% of it, you're kind of enjoying it as well. Yeah. But Eugene Levy is is brilliant. Very, very fun. There's a, no such thing as an upper limit or a lower limit. Just, no, uh, mm, you guys just there is a lower yourselves. limit. Just there is a, a lower limit. We say a lot so. of inappropriate shit on this stream. Yeah, fuck them kids. To quote Michael Jordan, <laughs> fuck them kids. We're not responsible for that, but you know, mm -hmm. their parents are. Um, <coughs> yeah, but I do them. feel like you probably shouldn't be letting your children listen to this show. If you are listening to this show and you have a child in the room, maybe just maybe reconsider that a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't let my kids watch anything that I make, but you know, they wouldn't <laughs> want to because they're my kids. That's the beauty of yeah. having kids. They hate everything um, you do. I haven't heard of either of these films. Cooley High sounds super racist. Yep. Um, 1964 on Chicago's near, near north side, the lives of four carefree high school seniors and best friends, including an aspiring playwright and an all-city basketball champion, take a tragic turn. Uh, Rushmore, excellent. Excellent movie. Wes Anderson's first, I think. Jason okay. Schwartzman and Bill Murray fight for the affection of Olivia Williams. They're great. I mean, they're fluff and they're sort of the the stylized and they're always about mm. rich people but they're great they're just very very good um yeah you know the um i mean top three if i had to choose definitely watch budapest hotel uh life I've, I've with Steve so many people tell me to watch grand budapest hotel because they like they very specifically have said you will really enjoy this movie and i just still haven't watched it it's fucking great as i put it off for ages because i hit i hit a point where i couldn't you're right richard bottle rocket was first um i couldn't Get, I just wasn't in a Wes Anderson mindset, and you have to be because it's so stylized. Okay. Um, but once you get into it, fuck, man, it's just really fun. I, like, I really do enjoy aesthetic on film as well. Yeah. Um, I've just literally just today I finished watching uh, the newest season of Sex Education. Oh, yeah. um, excellent. Still really, haven't really watched the scene. I won't say anything, um, but aesthetically, mwah, nice. so good. Oh, it's Richard, they really really leaned into an aesthetic in the third series and it's so good but nice. also i cried so much oh really oh <laughs> so much yeah um that yeah most of what i know about wes anderson's life aquatic is uh amy matthews based her show on it last year oh really uh or 2019 and her poster and everything was just so so fun um I've seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. I did not enjoy it. Did not. not enjoy that's it my least all. favorite one. It's a weird uh, and uncomfortable movie, and I didn't like it at all. I don't think I finished watching it. Okay, I enjoyed it, but I've never gone back and watched it again. It's the only Wes Anderson no. one I haven't watched twice. 
I hated it. Really um, didn't like it. Life Aquatic is one of my favorite movies. I fucking love um, Life Aquatic. It makes me laugh so hard. Willem Dafoe is so funny in it. But the two movies that people have told me to watch because they think I'll really like them are Budapest Hotel and Where the Wild Things Are. No. No, that's Spike Jones. What's the... Royal Tenenbaums, uh, Isle of no, Dogs. No, it's, um, it's um, the directors, uh, the guy that directed the Thor movie. Oh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Oh, um, will uh, uh, beasts something, something beasts? Help me out here, chat. You hated Royal Tenenbaums. I love Royal Tenenbaums. Hunt for the Wilder People. That's Hunt it. for the Wilder People, not Where the yeah. Wild Things. Where the Wild Things are is a book, and it's also uh, a movie by Spike <laughs> Jones. Okay. Yeah, which is a lot of people hated. I think is uh, beautiful, and they were like, the story's not good. It's a fourteen-page book for kids. Yeah. It's not about the story. It's fucking large yeah. and. The soundtrack's by Karen O, and it's intense. And James Gandolfini does one of the voices. Really, I really like it. <laughs> um, yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People. So those two movies mm. are the two that people have told me to watch the most. Hunt for the Wilder People is wonderful. Jojo Rabbit mm. is one of the most... I've never seen a film capture humanity so well. Mm. I felt like it had the essence of the best and the worst of humanity all in one go. Absolutely. And um, the way just having such a large public figure only exist and in the way that a boy takes him in. Yeah. And so it's just it's, a child's imagination of the figure. And then as he learns more, yeah. the imagination of him changes and mm -hmm. turns. It's so fucking beautiful. It's so, so, it's so good. Mm. It is really, there's so much heart in it and there's so much, there's so much levity and pure black darkness in it. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I honestly, um, I don't know if you know, uh, have you ever listened to Brett Goldsting's podcast? Oh no, but I know it. Yeah, so I I used to love that podcast. Um I still do like it, but um I haven't listened to it for a while. Um but he does a fil uh, a question on that where he says what film would you pick as objectively being the greatest film of all time? I think I would have to say Jojo Rabbit. It's not wow. your favorite film. Mm -hmm. It's what you objectively think is the greatest film of all time and I think it's Jojo Rabbit. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a it's fan even down to like it starts with Nazi propaganda footage with Heroes mm -hmm. by David Bowie in German. Yeah. It's so goddamn funny. That's yeah. such a funny, crazy thing to do. And it's yeah. so perfectly is like, that's what they believe. Uh -huh. That's 100% what they believe. But also yeah. they will be heroes. They'll become heroes in their own way. Yeah. And, and uh, even just like the fact that they, <laughs> the fact that he ends up kicking Hitler out of his bedroom window. Yeah. And you're just like, humanity needed a visual of that. Yeah. And that's like, <laughs> like the world the way, just needed that to happen. The fact that people were mad about it is so crazy to me. 
there was a big people were like by that people were like oh how do you make a comedy about hitler and it's like if you watch the goddamn movie it's not a comedy about hitler it's, it's a comedy a about comedy. propaganda it's a comedy it's about coming out of the fog of misinformation and being yeah. able to choose for yourself i honestly i wouldn't even say it's a comedy though it's so it's funny very funny it's, it's so very funny. funny but i don't know that the essence of the film is that it's a comedy what would you say i guess i mean it doesn't need a category it's it doesn't it doesn't film. need a category great film. Um, yeah it has a lot of comedy in it but mm. i think Impeccable i wouldn't classify comedy. it as a comedy about anything That's, i just I, I think the comedy in it is mm. so distinctly human that mm. you can't really say that it's it doesn't I know obviously it's been written, it's been stylized, it's been filmed and everything, mm. but it just it doesn't feel like a performance, if that makes any sense. I guess so. I mean, like when I think of that, my first thought was, but what about like uh, um uh what's his Sam Rockwell's character and his boyfriend mm -hmm. um with the over the top everything? Yes. It's I, like there's there's a stylistic and they go so big on so many parts of it, but the exaggeration is the point. The pageantry is the point. And then it goes it is, real small with Scarlett Johansson. Have, and yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does have performance. Um, I think I've made an arse of Alfie saying Allen, what I mean. Thank you. But it's what I mean is it doesn't it it feels so I don't know. I just think it's so true to mm human experience is yeah, what I absolutely mean. that it's not yeah. it's not really this big fake performance or anything because i think that that stylization that that kind of beautiful uh filming and and design and everything like that i think that there's something just so honest in it all mm. yeah absolutely yeah it's beautifully yeah. heartbreakingly honest and hilariously honest Mm -hmm. I love, I'd never heard this before. Tiger Tiger says, I love that someone asked, so what research did you do to play Hitler? And Tiger said, none, fuck that guy. Nice. <laughs> I, so yeah, I mean, I liked uh, Thor Ragnarok and I really liked that. And I haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, but I've been told so much about it that, that I will really like it. Yeah, but that's great. I feel like Jojo Rabbit and even the Thor movie have kind of, given Taika YTT that level of status now where he's just tipping over the edge into becoming an arsehole I think <laughs> well we talked about this a few weeks ago um when Did he we? left his wife and we were saying I think it was on here um and it was my was my opinion here? is now I think I, I, it was a while ago um mm. but yeah he left his wife and he was dating Tessa Thompson I think okay um who is of her own like oh no it wasn't Tessa Thompson it's someone less cool Okay. Um, but uh, I think it was Rita Ora or something. But um, right. he's at the point now where he's like this brilliant director yeah. and writer, um, super original. It was Rita Ora, thank you. Um, mm -hmm. But he's now he's like Marvel famous, and he's made he made he not only made arguably the best Marvel movie, yeah. Um, he also made a fucking brilliant movie about goddamn Hitler that's hilarious. Yeah. And so no one's going to tell him no anymore. And he's about to make the worst movie of his career. He's about to make a shit movie. <laughs> yeah. He left his wife. He's dating a young pop star. 
he's Ugh. he's about to go off the edge yeah. and hope if we're lucky we'll get him back in 10 years if we're lucky if we don't lose him to cocaine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what we do in the shadows is fantastic that's such mm. a funny movie i don't i don't like the show as much but i love the movie um eagle versus shark is one of the most uncomfortable hilarious movies i've ever seen i don't think i've even heard of that it's um Jermaine Clement. It was one of his first movies. It's uh Jermaine Clement stars in it and he just plays a deeply uncomfortable man. Okay. Um and it's sort of a romantic comedy, I guess. It's sort of uh Napoleon Dynamite-esque. Right. Uh, okay. but heavily Kiwi. I haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite in like I was very young when I saw that and I do not remember it at all. Rewatched it recently, totally stands up. So fun. Really? So well, fun. Give it a go. All right, we got. Let's 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 power through some more of these. We got best shot. Yeah, we're only never about halfway oh, through this. <laughs> this is Hoziers. Okay, best, I've never heard of it called Hoziers. Best Hoziers is a, one of the best sports movies of all time. Gene Hackman takes over the as coach of a high school in Indiana. Okay, it's fucking excellent. Um, highly recommend Hoziers. Pretty in Pink. Never saw it. No. You didn't see it either. No. All right, suck it, Howard Deutsch. <laughs> uh, to Sir with Love, Sidney Poitier. Have not seen this. I've seen no. a disappointingly small number of Sidney Poitier's films. I would not have classified Back to the Future as a high school movie. I guess, I guess he it is, is. He is in his high school years, right? You yeah, know, he gets in trouble with his principal. Movie. The principal's <gasps> mad at him for hanging out with Doc Brown. It's all a high school movie. Yeah, and then they go back and he's in high school in the 50s and he has to help his oh parents in God. high school. Yeah, it's a high school. I never thought of that. He it's plays only the, high the first dance. one is a high school movie, I would say. No, I think the second one as well, because his son's in high school. Yeah, but they don't and, really and he go deals into with the his same high school bullies. with him. That's true. It's not set in the high school, the second yeah. one and third one. Yeah, that's true. But that's fair. Back to the Future, I mean, it's one of my favorites. Back to the Future is amazing. Uh, we got Gregory's Girl, which I've never heard of, but Kimmersby is very excited of. about. Yeah. Um, so I assume it's good. Kimmers has excellent taste. Mm -hmm. excuse me gregory is a normal teen who is infatuated with a classmate he must work to win her affaction and that's mm -hmm. it that's the whole <laughs> that's the movie oh uh, that sounds creepy <laughs> bring it on top notch must Kirsten work Dunst. to win her affection she said no man chill out uh you never know though sometimes no just means sometimes bother me until we get married because it's the 50s um <laughs> Gregory's Girl is great if you were a teenage boy in the past. Gotcha. There <laughs> Thank we you, go. Diamond. Thank yep. you, Diamond. Uh, Bring It On is great. The Karate Kid, I'd never thought of as a Even high school movie. Even the name but of that film is now is. bothering me. I'm sorry. I'm going back to it. Even the name Gregory's, Gregory's Girl. Gregory's Girl like, she, she's she already. Doesn't, she doesn't even. She, her character doesn't even have a fucking name. She just belongs to this guy, Gregory, mm. before the film even starts. <laughs> like, just. No, I already have such a problem with that movie. <laughs> we're, well, we're going to have to watch it now. We're going to watch it and watch Ashley hate this movie. Mm -hmm. um, oh my God, on. how did I forget to mention bloody Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging that I watched with John? Because from what I understand, it's a terrible movie. Am it's I off on that? It's such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's real guilty pleasure territory. I love it so much. Yeah, Gregory's Property is what that film should have been called. Anyway. Yeah. Gregory's Kid, Obsession? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you've never seen The Karate Kid? No. Oh, totally worth it. 
Really good. Genuinely so much better than it needs to be. Um, mm -hmm. And a top-notch high school movie. Scream apparently is a high school movie. There was arguing in the in the chat. I thought it was a okay. college movie. Absolutely a high school movie. Hoop Dreams, fantastic. Again, one of the best sports movies. Never heard of Get, Get Real. 1998, yeah, a tenderly romantic coming-of-age story as two boys in a British school fall in love. Oh, that's why it's British. Ooh. Sounds sweet. 1998 like is a very early for a movie. Ben Silverstone, Brad Gorton, Charlotte Britton, and Stacey Hart. I've never heard of any of those people. Mm, nope, never heard of it. Uh, Brick, which came up in Richard's list. Okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Lucas Haas, who's very good. Despite earlier uh, discussions on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I do actually really like him as an actor. Yeah. He's so goddamn um, likable. Just didn't like his storyline in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, take it up with Bill Shakespeare. I uh, will. <laughs> good, I'm glad. Someone has to fucking stick to that guy. He's got an I mean, arrogant. I'm going to be an English teacher, so I kind of <laughs> becoming quite familiar with Shakespeare. Do you have a favorite Shakespeare? Uh, Maybe that's another yes, podcast. I day. do. It's it's measure for measure. Um, measure for measure. It's not his best, and I accept that it's not his best. It's my favorite. It's an interesting choice. I think it's such a wild, such a fucking wild play. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, so it's uh, not so one yes. of the ones I know that well, but I do kind of know it. No one does, and um, Sadaf recommended it to me because she she every year she gives me Shakespeare's to read because um, yeah. she knows that I love them, um, and she's uh -huh. right. Um, but she was like, "This one you're gonna really like." Oh, and she was she absolutely knows so correct. Well. That's she knows me so well. Um, no, when I for my final year, I did a. Major, a few major credits on Shakespeare and mm. uh, we were doing Measure for Measure or Timon of Athens and I really enjoyed Timon mm. of Athens so I kind of lent into that more than Measure for Measure so I don't fully remember Measure me Measure for Measure but Timon of Athens, great. I See, I haven't read Timon of Athens yet. I think John would really enjoy Timon of Athens. I guarantee he's already read it. Maybe. Um, I think he's read all economy, I think he's read all Shakespeare. About money and economy. I okay. enjoy it. Okay. The Tempest, Kimmer's absolutely fantastic. My favorite's Hamlet, always will be. I mean, it's probably his best one. Hamlet's an I've, incredible feat. I've read it so many times. Hamlet's unbelievable. I think Macbeth is unbelievable. I think Romeo and Juliet is fantastic. I've actually never read Macbeth. Uh, Macbeth is wild. It's so I know, good. But I've never oh, read it. So fucking good. Um, I loved Romeo and Juliet. I mean, it's kind of hard to not like Romeo and Juliet. It's I mean, there's so much about it to not like, but you kind of fundamentally just like it. <laughs> mm. But that's, I mean, what, what you were saying about um, Jojo Rabbit, I've, I've always felt is true of Shakespeare, and that's what makes him yeah. so brilliant, is he's so, he just gets humanity, and yeah. he portrays it flawed and good and all the same people yeah. and the little idiosyncrasies um, mm -hmm. that he brings out in people are fucking remarkable. Um, yeah, I really like... And I haven't actually revisited it properly um, since I was a kid, but I loved Midsummer Night's Dream when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Me loved too. it so much, and I need yeah. to kind of go back to it actually. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was one of my favorites when we had to read them in high school. That was one of the few where I was like, "No, this is great, though. This is a mm -hmm. very fun story." Yeah. Um. Okay, let's get through the rest of okay. this list. <laughs> we're almost there. We're at 35. So we're at Harry Potter yes. and the Goblet of Fire. We have said that we disqualify Harry Potter as a high school series. Yes, it's its do. own thing. 
uh, Friday Night Lights, Billy Bob Thornton as a, a football coach. Great sports movie. I like it. A lot of the best sports movies are high school movies because it's so tied to the culture. Um, mm -hmm. And the stakes seem so high. Yeah. Uh, because it's all they have a lot of the time. Like yeah. as a as a local culture, it's their thing. So Friday Night yeah. Lights, fantastic. 10 Things I Hate About and You we mentioned, which is great. I'm going to just very, I know we're trying to get through it, but I'm just going to very quickly come back to Kirsten's comment that she saw James McAvoy do Macbeth a few years ago. Is that was that live? I this is the mm. thing. I have not seen enough things live, and I have never seen Shakespeare live. And I would absolutely you adore gotta go to the globe. To. I would love to. Um, you gotta go. I really to the globe. do have to go to go to the globe. Um, it's the best. Yeah, five pounds. I really, really must. It's would, five pounds I would for a ticket. It's love amazing to see Shakespeare live. I I saw a um, performance of Titus Andronicus there that was so violent. And frankly, shocking. Okay. That um, it was staff and I, and then mostly school trips. Right. These kids didn't say a goddamn word. Wow. Apparently, I was reading about it later. People were fainting during it. Oh, it God. was absolutely I... insane. It was so good. I really, really wanted to see that Coriolanus show and they because they had it streaming into cinemas so i really wanted mm. to go and see it and i just i just missed it it just couldn't happen and then they fucking showed it during lockdown and i missed it on oh, there no. as well oh. they, they they did loads of free shows during lockdown and i just missed them doing coriolanus and i also i think i had wanted to watch streetcar named desire as well with chad mm. i think it had julian anderson in it and chad michael um, murray what was it chad michael murray and jillian anderson and streetcar named desire no <laughs> oh that's oh i just thought it might be <laughs> why would it be chad michael murray <laughs> he's so talented did you see him in a cinderella story he's so good uh as soon as you said that i was just like oh he's fucking with me <laughs> yes, yes yes i am yes <laughs> um i Really wanted to see that Coriolanus one, but uh, yeah, the National Theatre Live stuff that was being shown through lockdown, I, I did get to watch the Frankenstein one with oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That and was supposed it to be incredible. Excellent. Yeah, a friend of mine saw that live a few times. She was like... It was so good, because they also... I, I watched both... Uh, yeah, I think I watched both of them, because they alternated roles. Yeah. the roles each night, and it was yeah. so good. Because Frankenstein is one of my favorite pieces of literature ever. I, I still haven't read it. Keep meaning to. <gasps> you would love it. Yeah, Sadaf keeps trying to get me to do it, and I'm just like, I don't like spooky things. It's but not spooky. Isn't the whole point that it's spooky? Wasn't it supposed to? Didn't she write it in a competition with writers to see who could write she, the best horror? Book? Yeah, so she wrote it um, after this, um, the Phantasmagoriana were written. Hmm. Okay. And, um, but she was basically in attendance at this essentially ghost storytelling night that resulted in this Phantasmagoriana book being put together. Mm. She was there and it kind of inspired her to write Frankenstein. And I think, oh yeah, it says in the back here, um, Polidori, I don't know who that is, but he wrote The Vampire. Um, so yeah. 
it was inspired by it, but it's not scary. Okay. Oh, okay, like well then I'll read scary. it. But is it spooky? No. All right, cool. I'll give it a it's, shot. It's it's emotional is what it is. It's really hmm. It's really sad. Okay. No, it's not I'll scary. It, I, I've never it found it scary. I think it's so, so beautiful. I like that. I like beautiful things. Yeah. That's why I loved. Have you read um uh what is it? Something Beale Street. That was the last beautiful thing that I read. Uh by James Baldwin. I think I know the one you mean. What the fuck is it called? Um I yeah, something on Beale Street. Um If Beale Street could talk, that's it. If Beale Street could talk, that was made into a movie not long ago. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I haven't watched the movie, but apparently it's great. Apparently they did a great job. But that book is stunning. Um, Oh, there's a there's a comment here. So my name is Ruin said I love Falstaff and his characters over the course of the King's plays. Sidaf has told me she's like Falstaff is going to be your new favorite character. Period. Period. Um, But I've never read any of the King plays, so I haven't. No. Come across Falstaff once, but I really, really want to. They're next. They're next. <laughs> um, um, Frankenstein is amazing. It's amazing. I the next one I really want to get to in terms of kind of classics like that is I really want to read Dr- Dracula. Um, and I hmm. think it's actually on Scottish hires curriculum, so I think it's one I'm going to have to be come familiar with. Nice. Um, but I also, I read Jekyll and Hyde last year during lockdown as well. And mm. that was great. Really it took me so long to read it. And it's such a small story. It's so short, but it took me fucking ages to read it. Is that, is that Dan Brown? No. <laughs> Are you sure? I thought it was Dan Brown's first novel. Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde. He wrote. Uh, he wrote Jekyll and Hyde, You're and then the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Was it not? all right? If you say no, so. I mean, fucking Robert Louis Stevenson. Oh, I get those two confused a lot. That's on my. That's my fault. You're such a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cameron <laughs> says, uh, "You can stream. You can stream Coriolanus here." Oh. Do you have to pay for that? Mm. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to watch that. Tom Hiddleston is somebody I really want to hate, but I really like. I'm in the exact same boat. Man, I want to hate that guy. I Watching him, him so do much. an impression of like Robert De Niro to Robert De Niro? Yeah. I hate that, but He's fuck, man, an he's good. And even all of that shit when he was dating Taylor Swift, he just seemed like such a cunt. And... He dated Taylor but, Swift? That's very funny. He dated Taylor Swift. It's very funny. She has such like strange thing. taste. But um, he just, oh, it, he just you can so rent it, good. but it's not expensive. Okay, right. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, cool. I might do Our, that. I might rent it. Tuck, Tuck, this is absolutely how we're going to close the show. Time. We've got to get through 12 more high school we'll movies before we can go. We'll send you the link, though, you'll come in. And then you're going to play us out with a song inspired by Frank. I'm so that's happy it. now. I'm so happy. Once we hit 50, Tuck's going to come on. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. So n- next you, film, Bye Bye, bye Birdie. Are you sending the link or will I send it? Um, I'll send it over. Cool. Um, we got Bye Bye Birdie. Have you seen that? I haven't, but I've heard about it. 
I know the song, but I haven't seen this, but it's Dick Van Dyke and Anne Margaret. So it's like, that's a big old, that's a big old production. Yeah. It must be. So I'm curious about it. I fucking love Dick Van Dyke. I think he's amazing. Um, Risky Business, I had no idea was a high school movie. I would never have thought that was a high school music movie. Not from the cover, not from Tom mm-hmm. Cruise being in it. Just nothing about that told me it was a high school movie. He's a teenager in it? A Chicago teenager is looking for fun at home while his parents are away. But the situation mm-hmm. quickly gets out of hand. Rebecca De Mornay, Joe Pantaleona? Dude, I'm going to watch that I'm movie. Yeah, I'm looking up images of this now. Then we got a uh, Can't Buy Me Love with. Uh, oh wait, this is the one where it's the scene where he slides into the room wearing just a white shirt and he's singing to that song. Um, um, uh, old time rock and roll by Bob Seger. Old time rock and roll. Yeah. That's that scene. That's from that movie. Yes, it is. I know that scene so well and that reference, but I've never, I never knew that was the movie it was from. I knew that, but that's the only thing that I knew about it. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same plot as Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've mentioned this to John before. I'm not sure if you were here. Mm. Home Alone and Die Hard, same movie. Yeah, I can see that. It's the same movie. Yeah, I can. I can see that. I'll give. There's. I made that there's some uh, liberties but i'll allow it i put that into my dissertation for my degree and i got a first so all right well tweet it see how that goes i wrote about portrayals (laughs) of masculinity in die hard (laughs) that was that was my dissertation my goodness maybe i should have finished university it sounds really easy university's so fun i hated it i love studying I love studying too, but I wanted to talk. I wanted to meet people to study with, kind of, because I was already studying alone. You know what I think you would really so enjoy I like, studying, which blows. I studied uh, for my undergrad, and I'm studying kind of a, a twist on it now is critical thinking. I reckon you'd really enjoy doing critical thinking and critical theory. Study. Yeah, probably, but I don't know. I'm just, I, I became disenfranchised with the whole idea of university because. Uh, Everyone that I met there was I, the people that I met at community college were engaged and fascinating uh-huh. and fun. And everyone that I met at university was a fucking loser. <laughs> well, I I've always now the first time I went to university, I hated it. But when I went back and now I'm, you know, I'm very much doing it myself. I'm not really meeting people that much. I'm I I was such a loner all through my degree. Mm. Like I just went to study and that was it. And I loved it for that. Mm. I really that's, did. That's why I went. But when I, when, when I was in a theater surrounded by 400 kids, all I could see the Tetris on their screens in front of me. And I was like, this sucks, man. I can do I this for free in the home. front. So <laughs> I wanted to, but I was 24 and oh, you cared what people thought. No, I didn't give a shit about that, but I, I'm the kind who just wants to ask questions the whole time. And yeah. so if I sit at the front, I'll ask nothing but questions. And I was like, I know the teacher will hate it. And I, I just don't kid, need that. So I, I just would, didn't like, do it. I, well, I was on the brink of being a mature student when I went back. Um, I wasn't technically, but I was older than everybody else there. Everybody else was 19. I was 23. Mm. And... Uh, they yeah i was the, i sat down the front i asked questions i spoke a lot and yeah. 
I, you know, I didn't do it to the point where people hated me, but they probably hated me a bit. <laughs> I, I would have because I was liked that in me. community college. But my lecturers really liked me. Um, yeah. I, I always remember there was one lecture where we were talking about trauma literature, and we were doing critical theories about trauma literature. And there's all of these different theories about whether or not you can capture trauma in literature mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and there's all these theories about whether or not you can actually write a trauma experience or whether you can only ever um, write about a trauma experience. Mm-hmm. So, like, can you actually recreate trauma in literature alone? Yeah. And so there's all of these different theories about trauma literature. But I just kind of put my hand up. I was just like... um none of these takes into exp- into account the experience of the reader. Mm. Like whether or not the reader has experienced trauma surely dictates whether or not they can feel trauma from a text. Because if, and no, it doesn't, I'm not saying that uh, somebody who's experienced trauma either does or doesn't experience trauma from a text I think mm. it just each case has to be so specific because basically one of the trauma things that they were referencing was post-war literature. People, mm. So writing about stuff that happens at war. And yeah. I'm like, okay, but somebody who's been through that experience could read that text and go, this is exactly what I went through. I am re-traumatized reading this. Yeah. This matches up exactly. And I therefore think this is a perfect representation of what I went through. Somebody who had the exact same experience can also read it and go, this has, n- this is nothing to do with what I went through. This is not my experience at all. Mm. I don't think this accurately reflects the trauma that I've gone through. But on the other side of that, you could also have somebody who's never experienced trauma, read a trauma piece and go, this is really traumatic for me to read. Mm. Or you could have somebody who's experienced a different type of trauma. <laughs> does <laughs> like, it, does it count as having written trauma? if you cause a trauma with it, if you're not, because if you're trying to describe the trauma, well, so this is, the is point again, to it's cause another, trauma? Yeah, <laughs> to, that, that, yeah, that's another kind of aspect of all of the discussion. I don't know that's if you froze right. or I did. Surely, uh, I think I've frozen. Ooh. Okay, you're back now. <laughs> I think it's me. I think my internet's a little bit dodgy. You know um, what I hate about all those academic yeah, so discussions about art? <laughs> yeah. Is that... Um, they so rarely take into account that it's uh, it's about humanity and connecting with people and different things will connect with different people and arguing about absolutes in art is arguably the most pointless thing yeah. you can debate. It's such that's a pretty stupid much, thing to debate. <laughs> that's pretty much what I said was just like, but none of these references the point of view of the reader. And uh, my lecturer just went, yeah, you could probably write a PhD on that question you've just asked me alone. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but that moment, uh, ultimately what I was trying to say was uh, somebody in that classroom definitely hated me for that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're getting followed well, by bots. Follow. These are bots, I think. Mm. Yeah, they all have the bots. same name. Someone called Bart, Roland Bart, one of my favorite pieces of critical theory is the death of the author. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, can't buy me love. 
Okay, never heard of it. An outcast secretly pays the most popular girl in school $1,000 to pretend to be his girlfriend for a month. Oh, I feel like I have heard of it, but I've never seen it. Patrick like, Dempsey, is that it's like um, a sweet Dr. PG uh, indecent proposal? Yeah, that's McDreamy, oh, yeah. Okay. Hate raid bots. Oh. Oh, dear. What does that mean? What's going to happen? Um, I think they're going to show up, see that we're white, and leave. Right? Ruffled bricks? How have you not heard of Death of the Author? Oh, I'll give it a read. It's not very long. You'll enjoy it. Ouch. That felt cruel. No, I just mean... <laughs> it's not very long. You'll like it. There's a lot of pictures. No, it's in real big true. font. <laughs> that is not at all what I meant. <laughs> I hear it now, but all I meant was it's easy to get to, and I think you would enjoy it. Okay. All right, let's power through here. We got fame. Yeah. Famously, I mostly known because forever. Ashley was in it. Yeah. Um, Can't Hardly Wait? Holy shit, I forgot fame about Can't Hardly Wait. It's a great movie, but the, it's the soundtrack, really, and the, the dancing. Yeah, that, um, I mean, just that song alone. Um, I think it was a TV series, wasn't it, before it was a movie, and that's why people really loved it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think it was a TV series. I don't really know. Anyway, sorry. About it. I'll shut up until we get to 50. Yeah, we're at two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, can't Hardly Wait. Classic for Seth Green. Is it Jennifer Love Hewitt as well? Great. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. Didn't see it. Uh, My Bodyguard I've Never Fucking Heard Of, 1980. Adam Baldwin? Who the fuck is Adam Baldwin? I have no Do idea. I've what? never heard of an Adam Baldwin. There's another one? This is bullshit. When a boy <laughs> comes to a new school and gets harassed by a bully, he acquires the services of the school's most fear kid as a bodyguard. Oh, Matt Dillon's in it. Uh, something called Flirting from 91. Two free-thinking teenagers, a boy and a girl, confront the authoritarian teachers in their boarding schools. The other students treat this differently. Weird. As in they just take it, I guess? I don't know. Sounds oh, Thandie Newton's in it. And Nicole Kidman. Jesus. All right. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite mm -hmm. made the list. Fantastic. 16 Candles. Just one of the guys. Never heard of that one. No, me neither. Terry feels discriminated against when the summer jobs at the Sun Tribune go to two guys. She decides to do Why something do about I it. Feel... Oh. She dresses <laughs> like a guy and gets a haircut. Will students at other high schools notice? Girls oh, notice him. Oh, so it's, it's reverse Tootsie. It's She's the Man. She's the man, yeah. Very progressive. Um, Sixteen Candles is a date rape movie. Oh, um, I was going to mention that earlier. One of the worst aged films of all times. One of the films that has really just not held up at all. Saturday Night Fever. Worst movie I've ever seen. You know that's based on a lie? What do you um, mean? The movie itself. So, um, yeah, Long Dark Song, Diamond, we talked about it earlier. It's absolutely wild. Um, the uh, the story of Saturday Night Fever was, I think, a piece in The New Yorker okay. um, where a guy came out and he wrote about the disco scene in New York. Right, okay. Um, and so it was supposed to be this incredible night out that he had. And it was based on all these characters. And so then they made Saturday Night Fever about that. What happened was the guy had never been to New York before, showed up in a taxi outside of a fucking... Went to do the research, went to go have a night out. When he got out of his taxi, two dudes were already fighting on the sidewalk. 
it was a British guy. He he flew uh-huh. over to the States for this. Two guys were fighting on the sidewalk. The way they were fighting pushed him back into his taxi. He sort of fell ass over hat uh, into his taxi, shut the door, and was like, get out of here. <laughs> Never went That's back. so funny. He saw one guy leaning against the wall with a cigarette in his mouth, just watching the fight, looking very cool. And just wrote a movie about that guy. That's it. Just extrapolated everything you could think of from that one guy. And made so this whole funny. story. And it was a global sensation, the story. It was the defining story of disco. Have you seen it? It's a full lie. I watched it once when I was like 14, maybe. Do you remember what happens in that movie? Nothing, nothing sticks. I don't remember any. I remember he worked in a paint store. I might not have I bet I didn't watch the whole thing. I feel like I watched the first 10 minutes and then turned it that off. That movie is honestly, because my mother used to always tell me how much she loved that movie because the dancing was apparently iconic. It was yeah. like this big thing. And I had never seen it until lockdown. And uh, my former flatmate really, really loved that movie as well. And she was like, oh, you have to watch this movie. You have to watch it. So we sat down and watched it. And I was like, that is the worst film I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I hated it so much. They gang rape a girl and it's swept under the rug. Oh, my God. It is the most unaddressed plot point. I I've, I never knew that about that movie. It, like nobody's ever mentioned that that is something that happens in that movie. Jesus. And I watched that movie and I was just like, "What the fuck is happening?" And I, my mother, I went back to my mother about it. I was like, "Mom, why do you why did you love that movie so much?" She was just like, "But the dancing and the costumes." And I was like, "Mom, do you remember what happens at the end of that movie?" And she was like, "I don't think I do." What happens? I was like, "Mom, the girl gets gang raped." And my mother was just like, oh, oh, no, I don't I don't remember that happening. (laughs) What? And then they just sweep it under a rug and a guy tries to kill himself. And like, so it's actively a gang. It's not even like like how date rape is misconstrued in 16 Candles. It's It's like a full it's specifically a gang rape. Jesus Christ. And it's so not dealt with as a piece of the story. Torgreen says there was a cut with other rapes. Okay. That would that explain might be it. it then. That might be it. Uh, Kirsten, we're talking about Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever is the movie that we're talking about. And like, but even without that gang rape scene, there's another scene where John Travolta's character actually tries to rape the the love interest character. Mm. Um, and then at the end of the film, he goes to her apartment and she's like, I'm not letting you in because she she literally says something like, I'm afraid you're going to rape me. Like she says the word rape. Wow. And she he still just like pushes through the door and comes in. And then somehow they end up making up and, and, and kissing. And you're just Did like, she put up a fight? <laughs> not really <laughs> she just forgives him even though a few yeah. min- a few seconds ago she was worried he was gonna it's so the worst film i've ever seen wow i hate it, I hate it so much oh no torgreed <laughs> absolutely that's good to know thank you very much that's yeah no if if there was a, a cut version released where that scene wasn't in it fair yeah. enough yeah but jesus fucking christ yeah that's fucking wild. That's like um. There's a scene in I can't remember which Woody Allen movie it was. I, I've only seen two Woody Allen movies, but there's I've one only where seen, um, Midnight in Paris. He's on he's on a date with this girl, and a bunch of bikers show up, 
and they start sitting around the table, like sort of boxing him in and hitting on the girl. And he goes, oh, well, uh, I guess I'll, I'll leave you gentlemen to your evening. I'll see, see you later. And just bounces. And the girl's clearly super uncomfortable. And it's like clear what's oh, about to happen. God. And this fucking tiny little nerdy loser is just like, oh, well, oh. goodbye, gentlemen. I hate it so much. We're so close. There's three movies left. 16 Candles, 47. 48 is something called Mischief. Um, looks like even... a girl is trying to escape out of a car. I think they. it looks to me like they fell out of the car. Like the door opened and they were yeah. pressed the against it. Because she was trying to get out. <laughs> well, All old high school movies are rapey. <laughs> Oh wait, no, don't do that. I want uh, oh to see dear. this picture bigger. It looks like she's trying to get out of the car. Oh, to me it looks like she her parents have just walked in. And she's like, "Ah, it's not what you think." Yeah. But it know. could be either way. It could be either way. Um so so that is a obsessed with the hottest girl in class. I'm seeing a theme in these. Um Agaki a gawky high school student of 1956 takes a crash course in teenage coolness from his motorcycle rebel neighbor. Uh, Splendor in the Grass what a from weird 61. Name. Natalie weird. Wood, Warren Beatty. Damn. A fragile Kansas girl's love well. for a handsome young man from the town's most powerful family drives her to heartbreak and madness. <laughs> Elia Kazan. This movie fucks. This is the good movie. Just judging by the <laughs> cast and the director, this is a very good movie. It's such a weird poster. She looks like she's ki kissing um, Kim Kardashian from the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I, yeah, I don't know that movie, but it that movie definitely fucks. That movie, that's a good movie. Um, and then last, Secret Admirer, 1985. Um, Lori Laughlin's in it, and Kelly Preston. Fuck, I forgot about Kelly Preston. Um, an anonymous love letter left in Michael Ryan's people. locker on the last day of school wreaks havoc on his life and the lives of everyone who come in contact with it. Ooh, oh, so it's, it's like a dramatic. horror. It says comedy romance. What the hell? That's a terrible blurb. Yeah. Well, that was My fun. God. That was fun. I can't believe of... we've gone over so much when it's just the two of us. Yeah, two twenty. That's fucking wild. That's a that's a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, but high school movies, man. People yeah. want to hear about them. People want to talk you know, about. Despite them. the rumors, I actually really, really enjoy talking about films. I know you just don't like <laughs> watching them. That's the problem. It's a, you should watch I more, and then we get like to talk about it more. Them. It's wild. It's so crazy. I do like watching them. Oh, I can't <laughs> fucking wait for Halloween. Somebody said we should do Halloween films next month. Yeah, um, go for it. You guys enjoy yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> There's Halloween films that aren't spooky. Are there? Yes. There's Ernest Scared Stupid. But that's terrifying. <laughs> Tuck is ready the to shit out of me. sing us out. That's right. I'd almost forgotten. I'm sending it over <laughs> Twitch now. Um, I love Halloween so much. So much. Do not care for it. But I was a bartender for too long. Yeah, that's fair. You know? I just, 
No. Take care, Dad. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. See you later. Bye. Ray Betts hype. Ray Hi, Ray. He's going to have dinner with his friends. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, the aesthetic I was talking about in Sabrina, that whole Halloween-y aesthetic, I just, mm. I love it so much. I love Halloween. I would love to do a great big kind of Halloween party thing. But like really, really create a Halloween kind of wonderland thing. I'd yeah. love that. Go big. It's um Sadaf would help you out with that. It's Sadaf's favorite holiday, as far as I can tell. Which is shocking to me. It's so surprising. But she Why? loves it. Well, because of the most of Halloween is about seeing people, which she hates, and dressing uh -huh. up, which she also hates. So it's so <laughs> weird to me. That she loves this this day so much, but she fucking adores it, and she gets like she gets like bummed out because I do not care for Halloween at all. Yeah, and you're so a pretty pooper. She's just like, well, let's. Uh, I send it to your uh, Twitter. I I DM'd you on Twitter, my friend. Watch a lady on YouTube called Ashley who does Millennial Movie Mondays. Ashley Movie Review Channel. When I used to film club, I used to do Friday Film Club on my stream. Um, and we used to do watch parties as well, uh, but I stopped doing the watch parties because they kind of stopped working. I was doing them through Discord and they just wouldn't work very well. So I stopped doing them because every single time people were going and watching the movie themselves and then coming back into the Discord because it hadn't worked for them. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of frustrating and I just haven't gone back to it yet, but I was going to relaunch it. And do like talking about movies whilst painting my face to look like something from a movie. Wow, that's a lot um, of things. Yeah. And then I fucked it on the first hurdle and haven't gone back again yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kirsten, Sadaf is the best. I am so excited to meet Sadaf. <laughs> She's amazing. You're going to love her. Everyone loves her. She's the best. Yeah. I just, I already feel like I'm friends with her and I haven't even met her. Yeah, she's top notch. She's a fan of yours. You know, she's very yeah. excited when when you became a steady part of the show. She's like, great. Ashley's so funny. Keep Ashley. Aww. I was like, yeah, definitely. I love that. <laughs> it's all very good. It's all very good stuff. Yeah. All right. While um, while we're waiting for Tuck, uh -huh. I'm going to show you one of my. Who we're gonna I'm going to show you one of my favorite scenes from Ooh, okay. Varsity Blues. Uh, it's a it's a. It's a timeless scene. It has nothing to do with sports. It's just very silly. Cool. Mr. Monson. Are you here with us? The male action. Uh, pitching a tent. Sporting wood. Bicycles formed. Marches on. Hey, Jonathan. Stiff, stiffy Mr. Mortis. <laughs> Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh rocket. Heavy <laughs> beanstalk. Tall Tommy. Mushroom on a stick. Mr. Mushroom Head, Purple Headed Yogurt Slinger, <laughs> and uh, Pedro. Pedro? Mm -hmm. That was the teacher that's a stripper. Oh. <laughs> I did not clock what that scene was about. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it wasn't. So the way that it starts is she, um, um, she's a sex ed teacher, and okay. so uh, so she's trying to get the class to go all together now. Penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. 
Right. And like to destigmatize it, and then uh, she said, "There's a, there are other words out. Does anyone know any?" And then he says, he said one to himself and giggled, and then she calls on him, and he just does the list. And I had friends that used to be able to do that whole list. That was like their party trick. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, welcome to the stream, <gasps> Mr. Tom Talk. Hey, buddy, you how look you doing? So lovely. Oh, you Such too, boy. I love, I, I love your little ears. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's what I was going for. Ears. <laughs> oh, was it not? For the podcast listeners, I have a bow in my hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very Ariana Grande. Um, no, um, because with Ariana Grande, mm. we can all we can all be agreed that maybe she should use her tongue better. Because wait. What? Where's what? that going? What does she do with her tongue? <laughs> we can't hear what the fuck she's talking about. Oh, oh you mean she needs to enunciate? Okay, I don't know. I I am not familiar I've with any really Ariana Grande to songs. Her that much. <laughs> the only one that I've heard, I've heard "Thank You" next because she talks about uh, Pete Davidson in it. So I was curious about that. Good, and good uh, good and seven rings. Uh, because I heard that she was sued by the people that own the the rights to these are a few of my favorite things. I really? uh, because she sings the verse like exactly to that tune, and so they get ninety percent of the profits from that song. Wow. It's a real bittersweet symphony verve Rolling Stone situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to talk. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's this Frankenstein song? Um, so it's a song. Um, it's a. It's never been on a record, a Magic Age record, and but um, Isabel was watching all of the classic horror movies, and we watched um, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. like, classic. Oh, oh, that's what this song is about. The I've, I've like I've known this song for ages. <laughs> that's awesome. But it's uh, it, it's literally about Bride of Frankenstein. Um, obviously, not literally, but um, here we go. Um, oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Tuck is going to play us out. When the song ends, we're going to go to the raid video. We're going to raid Fox Comedy. Raid messages, charge! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tuck. Play us out. Sign for one another. We lie tied to our slacks With the same electricity The border's out Crackles through the lights I am too dumb To tell you how I feel Who will know? Who tell anyone? What we have is real. We belong dead. We belong dead. We belong dead. So I try and try to focus. What I want to say, but that's tough, hard work. 
We don't have all day. And our efforts won't add up to any great amount. Get one chance to make your efforts down here. Gotta make it count. We belong there. We belong dead. We belong dead. We belong dead. That was great, man. Yay. And we've raided. I loved that.